Welcome to the No Practice Podcast, where we cover the only sport in the world where there is no practice. With your mini rod driving host, Adam Kester, Tyler Slaw, and Chase Richardson. Strap in for some debates on the world of pulling, exclusive special guests, and a whole lot of nonsense BS. The No Practice Podcast starts now. Now. And we're back just like that. It's only been two weeks, but it feels like two months and two days at the same time. Lots happened since we were last on. Uh, Chase and I had a good time at the PPL banquet. Adam was too cool to join us with his presence. He had better things to do. What are we doing, fellas? What's up, guys? Chase? Hey, guys. Uh, and for all the you people tuned in for the first time, you know, you think this is teamwork involved here. But believe it or not, we do chat for five minutes before the show starts and got revealed to me these two guys are working behind the scenes on some things. So instead of just uh, giggling around and like not talking about it, let's just talk about what you're uh, having in store for me. This um, show's loaded. I, Tell us yeah, about it. Tell, oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. One at a time. One at a time. Oh, what, what was that? What, what did I just do? <laughs> Oh, that's that's right. We've got the uh, we've got the official counter there for uh, how many times Chase interrupts, and uh, I believe uh, we just had our first one. Adam, what do you think? Uh, gonna go to the I, I score up as the one a tally one up there. There we go. Nothing, there we nothing go. like a group. Nothing, nothing like a group that works together to grow a sport uh, that they all love. So really appreciate you guys working with me on this. I do have bad connections sometimes, so that whenever. It comes right in the middle of mid-conversation. It's yes. not me. It's technology. But Certainly. Of course. Uh, for, for those of you that are uh, tuning into our audio-only podcast, uh, we now actually have an official Chase Interrupts counter to tally every time he mows over us in conversation. Uh, Adam and I got a lot of feedback, and our uh, beloved, beloved brother in the bottom there, uh, Chase, uh, just he mows over us too many times. So we're picking on him for it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll talk to our legal and get a, an agreement in place that satisfies your all's emotional needs. And I really take back everything I said. But the good news is we are back again. And I bet we yeah. come back again for show six. Yeah. Top 10 percent yes. in the world. Top 10 percent in the world. Right. Right. Official. Somebody, somebody, I'm not going to interrupt. I'm not going to interrupt immediately. But we are top 10 percent in the world. And yes. the. Uh, the, the the backstage producer who makes this all happen, the hater inbox segment we debuted last week, went live for two weeks. Not much hater inbox in the email line, but we do have a lot of other inboxes. Tyler, I think yes. via mail, you have I, some. I it, 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 go go ahead. Sorry. Oh, 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 oh. right. Close. Close. <laughs> we, uh, we received some – I received some mail uh, anonymously uh, this past week. And uh, as everybody knows, I wrecked my tractor this past summer. And so I was pleased to get a uh, nice framed uh, copy of the front of the movie Flipper with a little dolphin on there um, with a nice note about uh, hoping that I keep it on all four in 2024. Uh, I believe that was uh, 
Kristen Meter that sent me that I found out. So uh, shout out to her for sending in some fan mail there. Uh, not not quite as intense as hate mail, but we'll take fan mail as well. Um, interaction is we actually we have sponsorship we have sponsorship emails more than hate mail now, but right. we're here to grow a sport. We're not we're not here to do anything other than that. And the numbers are trending. Everyone uh, a lot of excitement about this, and it's definitely because of uh, we're really just being ourselves. I'd say, and even though you guys are a bit sensitive at times. You know, this is about as organic and uh, genuine of a, a show you're going to find about the only sport in the world where there is no practice. If you know of another sport, please email us in the inbox. Adam. Yes, sir. Had, how was your Thanksgiving? How was your Thanksgiving? It was good, man. Um, we actually stayed uh, up here this this year. We usually travel back and forth. Uh, usually we're down in Tennessee this year. We stayed up here. It's good. Hung out up at the uh, uncle's farm. Just kind of. You know, eat a bunch of food, um, see a bunch of kids running around, and uh, it's always 100, 100 degrees in that damn building because uh, I swear some of those people in there are on Coumadin, which if you didn't know, that's a blood thinner, but uh, it's usually pretty warm. We have a good time. Our family's big. It's uh, it's pretty neat that they all hang around with us, so pretty good Thanksgiving. Just got to watch some football on Saturday, went over to uh, – Another a uh, couple friends of ours houses at our house and sat down and watched uh, awesome college football games and stuff like that. So I, I'm all into like the football. If I, if I have to be somewhere, I got to be doing something. So watching football is pretty fun. Well, thanks for letting us know your second favorite sport in the world. That was an interruption. I started before you did tell her. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, clean. that's clean. But 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 I do know that you are thank. You got to be thankful because. For those of you, and again, our audience is growing week to week. We appreciate, we love you guys. Those of you that tune in, tell everyone you know, there's a reason why this thing's trending in the right direction. But we don't talk enough about Adam, what he does for a living. Adam is an engine builder. He is a premier engine builder in the high-performance motorsports world. Uh, Minor Brothers Engines, they're based out of his home right behind him. Uh, you can't see that side. That's his toys behind him. But MBR Engines... Adam don't like talking about it, but Tyler and I will. His probably his biggest clients or customers, I don't know the proper wordage, are our special guests tonight. Uh, Brandon RJ Simon. Simon says motorsports, big MBR customers, big time competitors. We'll get to that later, but I'm sure you're thankful for having Simon Motorsports. Simon says motorsports on the show tonight, right? Good oh, Thanksgiving yeah, spinoff. Uh, Me and RJ talk a lot, man. Um, when you do business and they're ultimate pro professionals um when it comes to that i'm like they are like i know a lot of people see this from the outside and they see him buying these vehicles and and him and brandon getting these vehicles guys they're not buying these vehicles and just running them from where they are they completely tear them apart redo every fuel line every Every inch of every vehicle that they've ever bought has been thoroughly gone through with a bunch of really good, smart guys' eyes on it. And they they really are perfectionists when it comes to the pulling vehicles. I mean, just think about this. For the amount of vehicles that they have, every vehicle that they have, which any one class of vehicle that they have is a shitload of work. They have fucking 11 pulling vehicles at one point in time, and every single one of them are capable of winning the biggest pull in the world or any pool in the world and just the amount of work that they do it is 
mind-boggling to me, but it, it's pretty impressive. I, they're huge. They want to see the sport grow more than probably anybody does. They put yes. on their own event. They do all their own things. I mean, they're just the best guys in the world. Um, you know, RJ, big buddy of mine, talk to, talk to him a lot. I don't talk to Brandon as much, but when we do, it's usually a pretty good time. He's a, he's a really funny guy. And him and my buddies, they've kind of adopted each other here around home. They they got a big group they're in, and it's just nonstop laughs with them, and they're just great. Look, 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 put me, put me up, put me, put me up on the put me up on the paper. I gotta take this one. Just because they're your best customers, don't mean they're just don't mean you gotta sell more product. We all know they're great. The results stand for themselves. Uh, I'm just giving you a hard time. I don't know. They are they are elite, and we are. All right, we're, we're thrilled to have them. I, t- I took that. I took that. Uh, inter- I mean, we're not here for NBR engines. We, just because we said we all know how good they are, we all know that you won't let me and yeah. Tyler run them because we, we're going to probably beat you with them. But <laughs> we just want to make sure we yeah. shout out. <laughs> we, we just want to shout out NBR. Adam does do elite Chase, work. That, uh, real talk. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. That's that's a testament for what I do. I actually care more about what my customers do more than I do. Like. I have my stuff tuned so it lives all year long and I don't have to give it a lot of attention. I just valves, change the oil and stuff like that. And, you know, I'd rather see you guys do good if you had my equipment more than anybody. I take pride in that, but it is difficult. But, you know, we got a lot of really good customers. Um, I'm very happy with all the guys that we got. Just, you know, they keep me busy. And uh, as long as they don't give me too hard a time on getting them parts and stuff as hard as it is. then we're all good. You know, so yeah. you've, you've, you've already sucked up enough for this segment. You've, you've already sucked up enough, Adam. We know, we know how good they are. Right. So, so right. on the topic of Thanksgiving uh, at the banquet at PBR bar, there was a, a certain bartender that had some thanks to be giving uh, to our beloved chase. Uh, Chase and I were at PBR. There was uh, some, some people scooping together. We don't, we don't need. We don't need to go here. We don't need to go here. This is public. I, I, this is public. I think we do. I think we do. I think it's too good of a story not to share. Even if you don't want to share it, I don't care. Uh, so there was a couple of pullers uh, scrapping together a couple of bucks. You know, there wasn't too many people there with very much money, but uh, crowdsourcing we put together to get a uh, VIP booth. Didn't, didn't we chase or didn't some pullers? I know I threw in a hundred bucks. And we were, uh, well, we were having some beverages at PBR bar, which if you're yeah. not familiar with PBR and you've never been there, uh, there's a mechanical bull and the, the bar is usually shoulder to shoulder, but you can, uh, you can pay, you can get a VIP booth, they call it. And you got some benches and a table and they'll bring you bottles of booze and whatnot. And, uh, it's it's a nice experience. You're right there by the mechanical bull, so you can see all the uh, talented young scholars, uh, ladies that are riding the bull, uh, demonstrating their talents, along with the uh, innocent onlookers that think they're an all-star that go out there and almost break their neck. And uh, what happened at the end of the evening there, Chase? Do you remember how that went? Yeah, I mean, we've all, most of us like to have a good time, go out with our friends, and those that don't know the pulling community – you know, it's very tight knit and it's tight knit for a lot of reasons, but I think everyone shares the same thing in common whenever they go out. If you didn't know these group of middle aged adults um, out participating in a bar, you act like a bunch of 21 year olds, you wouldn't know what the hell was going on because that's really what happens when pulling people get together. So, PPL Banquet downtown Louisville, there's PBR, and we've all seen these VIP sections uh, of any club. I'm not a big VIP guy, I don't like to sit down when I'm 
in those social settings. Okay. Uh, not not my thing, but yeah, uh, there was a basically a, a charity hat going around. Hey, let's get let's get a, a VIP section. You know, let's do this, do that. And like I I didn't engage, and there was plenty of other people there. But long story short, they get the VIP section. The night's a great night, you know, like most great nights, it goes fast and you look up and the VIP section's gone and you look at your clock, it's 1.32 in the morning and the, the place went from wall to wall, shoulder to shoulder. And the bad part about it, I wasn't even going to go out that night, but Tyler made me go out. Absolutely. So I'm, there, <laughs> I'm there with Tyler 2 a.m. with a couple other fellow uh, pulling friends and, and, and talking about some high level stuff at 2 a.m. in the morning. You could only imagine how deep oh, yeah. the conversations were. Very and there's a scene over there. There's a, there's this emptied out VIP area and there's this scene that the, the nice lady who was the server there, I guess, I, I never stepped foot in it. She is getting yelled at and screamed at by her boss, the manager. And there she's was over there tears, in tears and tears, correct? Yeah, there was tears. There was tears. And, you know, I'm with this group of pullers, Tyler being there and we're like, what's going on? Like, what's, What's happening in in Tyler? So Chase, Chase me. Like, a, like a knight in shining armor on his white horse, gallops over to the scene of our fair lady in distress and comes to the rescue, <laughs> didn't you, Chase? She was in tears and she's screaming, "Were you with these tractor pullers? Were you with these tractor pullers?" I said, "Yes." You lost money. You didn't pay for your the. You didn't pay for the VIP section. I said, "Well, I wasn't with those tractor pullers." And and. I'm not going to call them by name. Um, they're very recognizable pullers. Some of the best in the world at pulling. If you want to, if they're, I'm sure they're probably watching a show. If you want to reveal who you are, feel free to comments. They know that all this happened. But anyway, the girl basically was getting fired. Her boss was yelling at her. She gave me the bill of the balance. It was either pay the bill. Or the girls go out in the streets at 2 a.m. I don't make the best decisions, and I paid the 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 tab, and I didn't have one drink. And then even better yet. She comes back and the tears are gone. She said, well, they didn't tip me. And she hands me the, the thing to sign off. And I was like, well, do you supposed to? That's just how I eat. This is what I do. And so I gave a tip. And then, you know, the, the guys that the guys that left the, the VIP area, I saw them. Huh? <laughs> a tip or just a tip? I mean, geez. Oh. Well, I, I, it, it, was, it was a pricey amount left. But the moral story is. Start with a one, two, or three. Or four. Three. The, 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 the moral of the story is at 2 a.m. when your buddy says, go save that situation, just walk out the bar. Just walk out the bar. So, But it is it, yesterday it was Giving Tuesday. That was two weeks ago. That was PPL Banquet Giving Friday is the way I look at it. But uh, you pullers, you know, who you, you know who you are. Feel free to reveal yourself uh, via, the, via the, the comment section. And, and that was very nice of you, Chase, because like you said, she was going to be out on the streets. So it's fair to say from confession that at 2 a.m., Chase Richardson spent hundreds of dollars to keep a fine-looking individual, a woman, off the streets at 2 a.m. That's very kind of you, Chase. Get, giving Friday, PPL banquet. Yes. Yep. yes. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're all about growing this sport. There's good people. I know these. this is Oz's mistake the next day at yes. the hotel. Yeah. These they aren't they didn't people. believe me that. They thought I was making it up, but luckily Tyler was there to tell them every detail and then say the dumbass even gave her a tip. So yeah. it's all uh, been taken care of, and hopefully uh, the more good you do, it, it comes back in return. We will be at, back at PBR probably in February, Tyler. So I want to ask you, Louisville's usually pretty good for some stories. Um, a few years back, I think we kind of got a little scuffle down there, <laughs> didn't we? 
Um, that's we'll say that we'll say that for another show. We'll say that for another. No, show. no, no. no. I, want, I just want to. Hear, I'll sum it up really quick. Uh, we valeted car. We came out of the bar. The car wasn't there. Um, it was pretty late. Uh, there were some words exchanged between some people. And uh, Chase, did didn't you uh, swing on somebody but knocked out your buddy Eric? Well, back when I was younger. Uh, only a couple of years ago, I made some questionable decisions, and no. we'll probably get to that later. We'll get back to get to that later in the show, but I think that's a great one for to bring back up in the future because this is we're already running behind, guys. I mean, yeah. this, this is th- this is Thanksgiving and giving Friday at the PPL banquet. Like it's about that, not about prior engagements of. Uh, altercations at P- at downtown Louisville. So why is it that every time we want to bring up a story about you, you kind of move on from it? I mean, well, I think this is good well, stuff. This is about you. This is about this is about NBR engines and the guys running NBR engines tonight. So we'll do we'll do it we'll do it we'll do a special guest segment where it's just us on here one day, and then we'll relive all these stories. So yeah, by the way, true. That's true. There's a lot of good ones. We've got high profile. By the way, the. the, the 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 numbers record again, three hundred plus people watching on all platforms. We love you guys. Keep spreading the word. As Tyler likes to say, this train is moving. I think, oh, we got to announce our next guest. Our, not this, but two weeks from now, which is December 16th. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, so we're doing a, uh, a yeah, special yeah. for uh, two weeks from now for our guests. Uh, we are going to have on somebody – from the unlimited class, and instead of making that decision ourselves, December thirteenth. Give me number three, December thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, that's that's clean. That's that's a plausible. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that December thirteenth. I like that contribution. Okay, okay, December thirteenth. So you know, really quick, what you don't know is if we fill that board up tonight, you're shotgun a beer, Tyler's shotgun a beer, and I'm probably gonna do one too. I've I've never done that before. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. So December thirteenth. We are going to have on a guest from the Unlimited class, and we are going to let the fans decide. We're going to make a Facebook post on the Full Pull Facebook page and how fans react to that. There is uh, seven different little smiley faces, if you want to call them that, emoticons, I believe is what the kids call them these days. However you react, that reaction is going to equal a name. Whatever reaction has the most or whatever name has the most reactions, that is who we're going to have on in two weeks. So... I see uh, somebody saying, shut up, you guys, and get to the Simons. So, no, 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 no. Hey, dude, dude, dude. It's not a link to a poll. It's a Facebook post, okay? Yeah, yeah uh, that's what I said. Did I oh, say a I'm link? Sorry. I, I misunderstood. Yeah, oh. yeah. So get on Facebook now. You can, you can, <laughs> you can uh, engage as we speak, or you can do it until next Wednesday. We're literally going it's – a, it's a link. Uh, it's a link, not a – I told it wrong. It's a link, not a like. It is getting, a link. Uh, yeah, I apologize. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah. But anyway, we want we want you fans to pick the next guest. You don't have to do it tonight. You can do it all next week. Uh, we went literally the top unlimited, unlimited class is the greatest class in pulling in terms of the horsepower. Mini rods is the toughest to drive, but unlimited class, there's nothing like it. So. Adam Bowers, I've been on. You can vote on any of the top seven competitors. Um, 
of who we want on the next show, if they're brave enough to step up. But to this point, we've yet to be told no by anyone. And if they do say no, we'll probably we'll probably establish uh, not for growing pulling Hall of, Hall of Fame they can get inducted to. I think that'd be yes. good for the sport. The thing. Yes. Not not. Right. Not growing the sport Hall of Fame. I think that, right. that there's potential with that, but I don't think anybody wants to go in there. No, no, not at all. Um, I believe we have one more uh, segment to to introduce, uh, and it is the No Practice Podcast. Well, I guess there was practice, but do we want to have our guests on to take part in that? We wish we had a little practice uh, after seeing some of these videos. <laughs> I, I th- should, should we intro our guests first, bring them on, and then run through that segment, and then get into interviewing them? No, 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 no. Let's not. Uh, I feel like we should. I mean, we're we're supposed to we're supposed to have a script here, right? Oh, okay. Well, as as you can tell, the way I the way I butchered. Bring that, the guest on. Bring the guest on. Yeah. Bring the guest on. All right. Make it number five. Make it number five. Bring the guest on. There they are. Adam, Adam, tell us about our guests. Intro these fine gentlemen. All right, guys. For uh, all our audio listeners here, this is uh, we're having some technical difficulties. Brandon and RJ Simon, some I can't some hear you legends hear in the pulling world. And uh, yeah, let's proceed with the let's proceed with the other segment. Okay. All right. <laughs> Guys, this is our worst technical difficulty, not going to lie. For those of you uh, tuning in, our apologies on that. First, I butchered the poll, and now we're butchering this. Uh, If we can roll into the next segment called the No Practice Podcast, man, I wish there was practice segment. The No Practice Podcast. Man, I wish there was a practice segment. So what this is, is we're going to do a little flashback to a fine evening in 2009 in Troy, Missouri, where a young 20-year-old Chase Richardson had been pulling a two-wheel drive truck for just four years. And he had a little mishap, and we're going to watch over that. And we're going to witness it firsthand and give our play-by-play on what happened. Let's take a look. It's Chase Richardson driving the Chase This two-wheel drive truck. Leaves the line smooth. Things are going good. Things are going good. Oh, shit, something's smoking. What's going on here, boys? Oh, God, there goes the front weight bracket. The engine's running away. Chase gets out of it. He waves the flagman off, says, save yourself, save the women and children, and he takes off running for the starting line. And it was about at the back of the sled where he realized, oh, I can still pull the kill switch and shut my motor off. Runs back towards the front of the sled, and then the motor dies. And what you can't hear is the – OJ, can we get some sound on that? We, we really need to hear the motor just, just taking off. And for, for those of you that are just listening to the audio, this is Chase making a pass in his truck. And things are going good till about 200 foot, and oil starts spraying everywhere, and he lifts the blower – and the motor just starts free revving, which is pretty normal in pulling. But the best part is Chase waving the flag official off, saying, <laughs> save yourself, leaping from his two-wheel drive truck faster than what Jeff Hurt would get off of his unlimited super and just flees for the starting line, shouting to the flag guy, save yourself. <laughs> 
Uh, there it is. And the flag <laughs> guy listens. Weird. The flag guy's like, oh, shit, this is bad. And the flag guy just takes off running. For those Perfect. of you that are audio only, you need to come back to the live stream at about 24 and a half minutes in to witness our poor beloved Chase back in 2009 destroying the motor on his two-wheel drive truck and then just running scared. Chase, walk us through what was going through your mind that evening. First off, we're, why was this not talked about in the pre-show? I thought we were doing the weigh-in section, so thanks for going back door on me, guys. I love, uh, I love this segment already. So, yeah, yeah, the good part about the world we live in is uh, everything is – videoed and you can't get away from anything so (laughs) the funniest part of this video i'm not mad at all actually i think it's hilarious is the wave away from from the flag official so i think what i don't if my memory serves me right oil line blew off and my uh, my young self did not let out the throttle and then it, it detonated as you as you talked about and then you're sitting on top of the motor there and it's running free and wide open. And then right here, get out of there, abort mission. <laughs> the guy takes a run from the grandstands. And then, uh, yeah, she pretty well just melted down from there on like, out. When when you took off running to the starting line, where, where were you heading? What was at the starting line to save you? Well, again, at age 20, you just, there's a lot of things that go through your head. Honestly, at age 35, I am now, I'd probably do the same thing again. But all I could think about was, my manhood in the years I had ahead of me. And if that motor blew up in front of between my legs, we've, we've talked oftentimes about sitting on top of motors, but that's as yeah. close as I've ever been to one. And, uh, that's I just not- wasn't really willing to take that. I wasn't willing to take that risk. So yeah, I just aborted mission and then ran to the back of the sled. And by the time I got back there, I realized, Oh shit, I sh- should just go pull a kill switch. And, and the irony uh, for, those of- you, for those of you, for those of you, for those of you who don't know, Adam, explain to them, if a, a motor detonates like that and you have uh, an on-off kill, sw- like ignition switch, why will it not turn off sometimes? Well, okay, so like on these things, depending on back back then what the system was, but a lot of the times, you know, these things, if they detonate and there's a lot of fuel in them, when that blower lifts, and, and it usually messes up the barrel valve linkage too because the barrel valve linkage kind of controls the engine. If the see, see the butterflies wide open there the butterfly right. yeah i'm sorry adam it could, it could be given you know the engine fuel but when that blower lifts it's sucking air through the engine so it, it's going to continue to run unless you kill the ignition system well some we've all had instances maybe sometimes where uh the stuff wants to just run free there for a second if, if you don't kill the kill the the engine and you're trying to get the hell out of there. I've been on fire once. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. You just, well, want to well, be quite honest. I'm pretty sure. Be that quite one. honest. He thinks he's like Ricky Bobby. He just thinks he's like, I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> he's running away. Just roll. I can't believe he didn't start stripping down and just rolling on the ground on fire. Running around in a pulling tiny fa- Yeah. Pulling fans. Welcome back to our special guest who, who come onto the show. Their first words ever, Ricky Bobby guys. What better intro than that? Than that you guys saying, on. Chase is such a big deal. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Rick. Yeah. I want to go fast. <laughs> I'm with that you, was. Chase. I think I, I, I better call it quits. 
<laughs> I could have used a Hans device. Look at me bobbing around in there. Maybe I should tighten the seatbelt a little bit. I think RJ, this is when I decided to get I decided to get out a tool drop hold and build a mini rod after that. There's a mini rod video of you just a year or so ago that was definitely shows that you needed something to hold your head because your your extension down to your pelvic region was a little, uh, extensive. Is that Marilyn Manson driving that thing or what? <laughs> Where's that mini rod clip? Can we see that mini rod clip? OJ's got to have that. Henry, 2022, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's it's Brent, epic. So our, Brandon, you want to, RJ, two wheel drive truck? What do you have, Brandon? You'd have stayed right in it. Yeah, yeah. stayed right with it. That's you right. Always hit her till she quit. <laughs> Damn right. All right, guys, without further ado, we need to introduce. We had a little technical difficulties. We're still new at this shit, so we're still trying. But without further ado, our guest, yeah, RJ. In, in, that, in that video, in that video, sorry. Dang. We're going to knock him with another uh, interruption. It's only five. We're, we're, we're going to fill the old board up here soon. So, yes. Um, <laughs> RJ, Brandon, Simon. Uh, Simon says pulling team. Uh, to of the best guys that I know as far as like trying to grow the sport and, and being involved in as much as they can, they promote their own pool. They bring a, a vehicle for every class, basically uh, to whatever pool, whenever, however, they're, they're <laughs> every pool. So, love these guys to death. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. Good. How are you guys? Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming uh, on. What's your oh, now, now you say, thank you. Now, now you say, thank you, RJ. Yeah. After you got your your no, your, uh, your you, comments you. in, OJ, thanks OJ for all your help, buddy. You're doing a great job. <laughs> yep, yeah, That's a good one. So, guys, Brandon, Brandon, so so RJ RJ RJ's the guy who's always talking, and I mean I don't mean talking badly, but like he's he's a well known guy. Both of you well known, but he's kind of speaker, the guy visually. Is this your first world debut on a, a public podcast? Yeah, to this kind of caliber. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So, <laughs> so, so this is – uh, go ahead. No, you interrupted me. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this, this is a family – this is a family show to grow the sport, but we also accommodate to our guests. So, if there's any question that we can't ask or you're not comfortable answering, just let us know prior. Sometimes Adam feels like he needs to play that car, but I don't think that's going to be a problem with you. Uh, or your brother, because if your brother gets held up, you'll just answer for him, right? Yeah, but I think uh, one thing we ain't got right yet is uh, that board behind Tyler. I don't think it's near big enough. Oh, the yeah. the chase interrupts board. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to start getting smaller penmanship here by the end. Um, no, guys, it's awesome to have you on. Uh, we've all been out to Iowa and had a great time there. Um, when it comes to interviews, I feel like Brandon has definitely given the tractor pulling world some of their more colorful interviews. Nobody can deny that. Um, and, and we all love you for that. Uh, one of my questions would be, uh, we've, we've got RJ kind of steering the trucking company and leading that whole thing. And I believe Brandon steering the, uh, farming operation and, and raising cattle and all that. Brandon, I'd like to hear from you why RJ couldn't do your job. And on the contrary, I'd like to hear from RJ why Brandon couldn't do his job. If you want to break that down. Go ahead. Because you guys he are couldn't deal, he couldn't job. deal with all the bullshit that all the bulls give me, so <laughs> he had to go move on with life. And, um, so when you say bullshit, you mean actual feces from cows? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so 
he just got to move on while there's nobody underneath me to take farming over. So I was just, that's what I do. Now, when you say nobody, when you say nobody underneath you to take it over, I know recently you guys got into a bit of a breeding war trying to see who could have more children. Is that correct? <laughs> oh, kind of, but oh, it's been all fun with the kids and everything, and wouldn't trade them for nothing. Of course, no, them, them growing up around the sports really good. Your kids are born on the same day, right? Didn't you? Okay, so you tell us a little story about how um, your dad. Um, you guys both approached your dad to tell him that you both were both pregnant, and uh, you know well, we, you we weren't we kid? weren't pregnant. Yeah, we weren't. Pregnant. Our, our wives were. Our wives were. Right, your well, wives were pregnant, but it's 2023. It's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, but did you, have, did you have those kids on the same day? Like literally, yeah, our, second, our second one was born on the same day in the same year. Wow. That's crazy. It's crazy. What's, it's awesome. what's the running tally of children? We each got four. Each got four, so it's a tie. Is there one of you looking to take the lead, or? I was waiting for our buddies to catch up. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> that's, I got a lot of work. That's that's, that's you three just seeing all. Is that talking? Is that us? Is that? Yeah, yeah we got one. Okay. Chase, you got a long ways to go, buddy. What's going on? Yeah, the old Panthers gonna <laughs> have to get after it. Yeah. All right. So now we need to hear from RJ why Brandon couldn't do his job. Well, Brandon couldn't do my job because uh, there's a lot of. I actually had this talk today. There's a lot of a uh, lot of employees in the trucking side, a lot of drivers, a lot of other employees, and he's not a. He he's, his exact comments were, the cattle don't talk back to me. I said, well, they could kick you. Yeah, but the kids still can't talk back to me. So I think that's a, that's a pretty firm reason why. And I wouldn't want his job because I like keeping my boots clean. <laughs> that makes pretty good sense. I've always been fascinated how you guys are brothers, yet totally polar opposite personalities to an extent, but you couldn't be pigeonholed for your jobs better for what you do every day. It's pretty neat. Right. Chase, what do you got? So... You guys, I'm sure, have listened. We have a lot of fans and new people to the sport that are interested in the sport. And I think it's Adam spoke uh, briefly about how much he loves you as uh, customers. <laughs> but I don't know how much he got into the whole, uh, you know, you guys obviously are premier pullers. We'll talk about pulling a lot. But you guys are also very – and it started, you know, with your late father, Roger, uh, very successful in everything you, you basically touch. Uh, you may not want to say that, but I'll say it for you. Uh, out of Farley, Iowa, you, Tyler led with the question, the, the trucking company, the cattle operation. I'm going to go through everything I know, uh, but please just uh, give an overall state of the operation. Our, Simon's Trucking, based out of Farley, Iowa, you you, you run how many trucks on the road, uh, RJ, probably? So, there's about 120 trucks that run. We run coast to coast. Um, everything from van, reefer, tanker, um all, all different kinds of tankers from pressurized tank on LP and hydrous to right up to hauling, you know, uh, yeast to make your bread. And, uh, I mean, we do a lot of cleaning chemicals. We batteries, almost a lot, a lot of batteries in the Midwest we've hauled. There's, we do a lot of different things, but basically our motto is if you call, we can haul it. So, and I can testify to that. From? What was that, Adam? What do you try to stay away from? Trucking wise, it, um, you know, just dump buckets, dump beds, dump beds. 
we don't do any end dump stuff, but we do a lot of hopper bottom, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff like that. A lot of belt. There's more belt trailer work around here and hopper bottom than there is end dump stuff. But, um, yeah. We so that's the trucking it. side. So what else do you do? Instead of Chase going through it, just tell us what all you do because I know you guys have had, uh, you know, fertilizer business. You've had, had grain elevator stuff. Tell us, kind of run us through what all you guys because yeah. I don't think I don't think people realize what all you guys do. You're very busy all the yeah. time. You work constantly. Yeah, we got we've got a we had a fertilizer company. We just sold that out to Nutrien um, about a year ago. Um, we we had two a big feed mill and grain elevator. We sold that. Um, Oh, about six months ago, we still have one one grain elevator, um, but uh, we have the racetrack right next door and a milestone event center. And uh, you know, Brandon's feeding over eight thousand head of cattle every day, wow. and uh, we're busy. There's a lot goes on. It's, it's not just us, so you know, we've got uh, we've got two sisters that are in this with us, but uh, both their husbands. We actually, you know, I usually call them my brothers because they're. My sisters aren't around here as much, but my brother-in-laws are here every day working, got their, you know, in the grind of it with us all the time. So they're a huge, huge part of all this. Whole family operation. Yes. Awesome. Brendan, there was a comment on there about your uh, winter circle speech from Bowling Green 2022. Uh, I feel like we'd be foolish for <laughs> that. Can you walk us through that speech and how that went? You'll have to replay them. They're always pretty good. <laughs> well, well, give us your version of it. We've got you here live. Hey, and Brandon, if Adam, hey, you can play the Adam Kessler card. I, I pass this question if you need to. No, I think he just needs to recite it because I mean he don't live he don't live on what he said. I mean the guy says what he says when it's on his mind and what he thinks. So I think there's no doubt about that. I just think that the uh, sometimes I, I I applaud Brandon for saying the shit that he says. Um, if I'd run better, I'd get in the winter circle to where I'd say this shit too, because I think it's how everybody feels. It's just, everybody's afraid to say it and you're not afraid to say it. And when you, when you make a 380 foot pass at, at Toma and you're the first hook and nobody's going to touch it and they reset the class and they kill the class, it needs to be brought up and you have no problem fucking saying shit like that. <laughs> I applaud you. I mean, am I wrong or am I wrong? No, I, I always just said it, you know, a little loose lip. Don't judge a guy by being a little loose lip unless you walked in his shoes. So, I mean, if you, I mean, if you right. feel it on your mind, let it happen. Awesome. One thing about Brandon, he's never going to talk behind your back. He'll tell you right to your face how he feels, and that's the same way he's going to do it on a loudspeaker. There's been some people that don't like what he says and <clears throat> don't like how he says it. Well, um, like I said, the cattle don't talk back to him, so he's used to talking like that. You know, if he drops an F bomb <laughs> at, at, at a bull, you know, they don't really usually say nothing or anything like that. But going What's, back to that speech at Bowling Green, so whatever happened, I guess, uh, the, the next day at the driver's meeting, Rich Vine pulls me aside and said, Hey, just to let you know, we had a big conversation about this, and you feel guilty about it. I said, Guilty about what? That interview. I was like, Okay, yep, we're good. He got a lot of grief over that, but <laughs> he took the heat from me, for me, but, I mean, what are they going to do? They can't take my birthday away, so. Is it, is it, is it the president? <laughs> the shit would you say? I mean, everybody in the stands wow. knows exactly what, you, what you're feeling, so. In, in that aspect, though, post-docs for last class, by the time he did his winter circle speech, if there was 300 people there, I'd have been amazed. I mean, 
It was basically live streamers that were left. Let's be honest. So what did so he say? I'm, I'm glad we're on this. I'm glad we're on this subject. Like, you don't have to name names, but like that—that that bomb is fuck. Oh, you, <laughs> they, get little, they get a little upset when you say that. I guess on the loudspeaker. But who? who some black dude with pants around his ankles can say the F-bomb all the time at a music <laughs> concert, so what's the difference? No shit. <laughs> it, so, so you guys are both uh, obviously hardcore competitors, and you travel all over across the United States of America, uh, you know, from a motorsports standpoint. Everyone has a crazy travel story. I'm sure you may have heard the Adam Bauer uh, segment where he t- took out the toll booth with the awning out. All the years you guys going up the road, what is the craziest – when you're pulling, what is the craziest thing that's happened? And, RJ, I can see your reaction. What's the craziest thing? Craziest thing or – or, 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 or throw a couple out there that's good. happened. You got a real good one. All right. All right, good. All right. So, so we're on our way to Fort Recovery. We left late. Oh, yeah. Fort Recovery one's better. Okay. So we're on our way to the Fort Recovery. We're just about to Fort Wayne. We run up behind a cheesesteak truck. We're like, oh, we're like, oh, we can just follow them. We're set. Blackburns, you know. Blackburns. Adam's driving it. Josh is in the back sleeping because he's never awake, you know. So he, <laughs> RJ's following I'm him. Eating. I'm yeah. following RJ. Ugh. We hit two roundabouts. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, we shouldn't be here. I hollered on the TV. He's like, I'm just following them. Well, they only had a semi tractor with a trailer. And here we are with these toters and 53 and 60 foot trailers. Next thing I know, we're going down a street with cars parked on both sides, and there's about three inches on each side. Get up to a stop sign, <laughs> and Cheesick just makes the right hand turn. Like, I was like, I hollered on the radio, I was like, there's no way I'm going to make that turn. I made that turn, but Jerry had to bend the stop sign over. And then I had my steer axle on the other side of the sidewalks, about two foot from a guy's foundation of his house, and went, went through a job. <laughs> <laughs> what what time of night? What time of night was this? About three thirty in the morning. But the best was when we're on that street. I had the windows down because I had tinted windows, and Jerry's riding shotgun. My wife and kids are in the back, and I said, "Jerry's like, boy, we're in the hood now." I mean, there were 30 people in the front yard of this one house. I was like, just be quiet. We got to get through this. Yeah. And, and then we, so then we make that turn and we're like, we're in, we're in the clear. All right. We're good now. That was the only bad turn. We're good now. Next thing you know, we start coming up on the bridges that are 13, four or like, you know, that we're trying to get under. It's just terrible. We had one thing after another, it wasn't going right. So to this day, Whenever we see Adam, what's his nickname? God dang it. No, no, no. It's Adam Steinbeck is his name, but oh, he's got a he's got a nickname, but I can't think of it. I'm drowning a blank, but his, it uh, sounds like his nickname should be Backroad. <laughs> so every time every time we're like, Hey, do you know the directions to get through Fort Wayne? And it's always a, you can F off or like he's like, Are you ever gonna forget that? So we always say we're not falling. So if you ever get behind Cheese Dick or Blackfern's Dregs, never follow them around Fort Wayne. You're going to get lost. Just That's funny. So, Brandon, you, Brandon, uh, uh, was, 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 it's the first year. Can you reenact RJ? 
Well, it's the first year Jordan was with us. So Jordan's ride with me and I'm just screaming at Jordan, like, get me the F out of this town. Like, figure it out, get a GPS going. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm he's trying to navigate. Brandon's on the CB. Like, you're a moron. This is stupid. I don't know why I follow you. Can't read a map. I just keyed the mic the one time and I was like, I said, this ain't the way we needed to go. He goes, if you got a better way, take it. I said, no, you got me into the mess. You can get me out of here. <laughs> that was the I think year. What some people don't realize is like, I don't know how many years ago is that, but there was a, there was a large majority of time that when I was driving, when I was younger, I was, we didn't have the cell phone or the GPS. It was reading maps and, I, I, I ain't going to lie. My dad went to bed one night. He's like, Adam, uh, drive. When you get to this sign, uh, follow this road. Uh, me and me and Van Perine were sitting in the front seat of the motor, and we're fucking driving. Two hours later, my dad comes up there on his ass. He's like, where the fuck are you guys going? I said, what? He's like, you should have turned by now. We were like, I don't know, 15 miles from the coast when we should have went south, like, I don't know, 40 miles back. I missed the damn road. We didn't have, we just fucking, you know, didn't have it. We just had an endless. Then we wheeled into that pole and we got parked. Adam had to give us a stop, Lee, because we managed to crack a fuel tank in that whole jump of curve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then we got to sleep. And at about three hours later, not even, we get a knock on our door from the promoter that year. You need to move over four foot. And I'm telling you what, it was a close call to us hurting somebody <laughs> that brings up that brings up a good question that this may be a going to ask all of our guests and ask adam and tyler rj and brandon how old were you when you were driving a semi to your first tractor pull or like on the road illegally most likely how old were you because i can answer this myself and i'm sure adam can too sure I don't know. I drove a motor home to Florida when I was 14 and drove a semi trailer <laughs> probably when I was 16, 17. Right. RJ? I took a pickup and gooseneck with one of my buddies who was 16 and I was 15 out to um, Arcola, Indiana, just me and him. So it was just a pickup and gooseneck. I had to be 18. I took my, when, I was, when I turned 18, I took my first semi up to Toma, Poland. But, so needless, needless to say, you guys broken the law before then. Well, I mean, there, oh, that was before that we broke the law. Yeah, we broke the law before then. <laughs> I mean, Adam, how old were you? Thirty-seven, huh? about to be thirty-eight. No, how old were you when you started driving illegally to a oh. tractor pull? Well, I don't know. Shit, I don't know. I was in the motorhome. See, the thing with my dad was he never wanted to stop, so we had motorhomes the whole time, <laughs> and. He would have to go to the bathroom, which my dad to go to the bathroom is he pushed his damn steering wheel forward. Hey, get up here. I'd stand next to the steering wheel. We're going 70 mile an hour down the road with crews on. He fucking slides out the seat. I jump in and I drive. Well, he's got to go, you know, knuckle to butt, as we called it, back to the bathroom. He, I don't know if he went back there and played with his hair or whatever the fuck he was doing, but it seemed like for a long time that he would – be back there and he'd finally get back up there and we'd gone you know 10 10 or so miles i remember doing that fairly young like probably 15 14 that was a pretty big rig though you know motorhome in the trailer so 
I don't know. We and, had and for those weird for me. We I, I, if, if there was a truck sitting, I would just go out and get in it. I had to move trucks all the time for my dad. He couldn't do it. So, hell, I, I think I was three, four years old. I'd be holding my arms on the on the steering wheel, pushing the clutch, and I'd have to pull a, a, a dump bed a little bit further in the bay or something so it wouldn't get uh, rained on or, or whatnot. So I drove around a lot, but up and down the road, probably not until I was about 14, 15. What about you, Tyler? Um, I would say the first time was when I was 16, and we had our uh, beautiful high-class 1985 Max Superliner, and uh, my dad put some aftermarket cruise control on it because it was a manual. I didn't know the <laughs> We've been there. <laughs> and, yeah, RJ is familiar with that vehicle. And uh, so my dad sets the cruise, and he slides out, and I slide in, and he's like, the cruise is set. You're good doesn't even tell me how to turn the cruise off doesn't tell me the shift pattern and just goes in the back to like probably take a shit or something and i'm up there <laughs> for like 10 minutes and i don't think my eyes could have gotten any bigger and i was just sweating the whole time and i'm like i don't know how to slow this thing down i don't know how to turn the cruise off i don't know how to anything <laughs> and so i just navigated traffic for about 10 minutes and he came back up and i slid over and he sat down and he was like what the hell did you do piss yourself I'm like, no, I'm just sweating that badly. <laughs> just saturated through the through my shirt, through my pants, everything in like 10 Ty minutes. Tyler, do you hear the story about us taking that thing home? No, tell me all about it. So we bought that toter. Well, we bought the box from Bruce. Yes. And we come up and got it, and we're driving it through Chicago, and Bruce has just rebuilt this engine, and it was an expensive engine. You know, it was all built by Francis and all them guys. And – uh we're driving it back through Chicago and the same thing happened or it didn't the cruise control. He told us it works fine. Oh, you just do this and hit this. Nope. So we wound up around the pump and we stuck the pump wide open going right through Chicago and rush hour and that thing. And we're like, Oh shit. So I'm worried about wrecking this new engine of Bruce's. So I'm on the phone with him. Hey, can I pull the kill? This ain't going to lean it out and like blow it up. Is it? <laughs> no, you'll be fine. Why? I'm like, cause the pump's stuck. Yeah. So Yeah. So that was my, that I seen a few cars coming pretty quick, and I was like, just step the clutch in. Let her blow up. Yeah, let her blow <laughs> up. I did. I that motor was recently rebuilt because Bruce had to get it rebuilt after I threw a rod in it. But uh, it wasn't when I threw a rod in it, but I did have the throttle stick as well. It wasn't the first time I drove it, thankfully. But uh, there's nothing more terrifying than being in a semi with, like, a 1,000 horsepower at the rear wheels, heading downhill towards a bridge with traffic on it, watching the speedometer just climb smoke rolling out of the side just <laughs> downhill thankfully it has, it's got a manual fuel shutoff hot tip you can run that as a reverse throttle and get to safety before you kill everyone around you <laughs> this is a this is a show where you learn about safety first and for those of you that have no idea uh the travel stories we all have them some will reveal them luckily brandon some Brandon and RJ are pretty uh, transparent guys, but everyone has stories of being on the, the road, and some of the best stories we have are on the road. These large 18-wheelers that you drive by on the highway and you see these these sleepers on, these long trailers, next time you drive by them, just keep in mind there could be a underage kid in there driving to let his dad go in the back and take a shit <laughs> for next time because we all, we all have these stories, and this is just real life. I mean, and the, the other thing we will mention because – Someone's going to say, well, how do you get away with that? Well, you, you get away with it because uh, 
you don't get pulled over. Uh, exactly. So, uh, well, that and they're a registered RV, not for hire. So technically, you only yeah. Let's uh, let's not talk about that because we got a lot of positivity about this show. There could be a lot of pullers, and we should we could have some emails in the hater inbox about us revealing secrets of transporting. But yes, we are uh, driving motorhomes. All right, all right. We'll 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 change the subject then. Uh, RJ, we all know that you love buying and selling various different items. I would like to know what thing you bought and what thing you sold that got you in the hottest water. Because I'm sure there are some things that, not when you buy, but when you get rid of them also, where people are like, what the hell are you doing? I liked that. Whether that be a toter or a tractor, go for it. I'd say the hardest or the, the hottest thing that gets me in the hot water is these mods like buying a, a team out with a mod like if i um you've had them on the show before but there's a there's you know some guys that got a couple four engines they want to get rid of because they're going sm blowing smoke and uh it's just hard to sell mods it's so many pieces and like the uh you know trying to keep all the numbers straight and like the it, it mods are hard like i've had i get more calls on trying to buy modifieds people want to sell me mods than any of you would even imagine but it's just it's hard to buy and sell a mod and it usually gets me in hot water because we end up getting one like the one behind us the four engine mod and then my brother runs it and then decides he doesn't want to sell it it's like oh man this thing's pretty cool <laughs> so when you hey let's go hey, let, hey, let's go win a championship with this thing <laughs> and they did so yeah. were you the first one to go to everyone, RJ, and say, hey, I think I'm going to buy not one but two mods, correct, from the longs? Actually, it just kind of started of, well, I think I think myself or we, I think me and Ricky kind of knew what was going on ahead of time, mm -hmm. so to speak. And he kept quizzing me, what do you know, what do you know? And I kept saying, what do you know, what do you know? And it was back and forth. Next thing you know, he's like... <laughs> We're gonna sell our mods, and one thing led to another, and we we talked for months on it. And I thought he was just kind of kidding because, like, the mod, like Long's not pulling, was a big shock for me. Like, right. I couldn't believe it. And when we actually did it and went down there and picked everything up, and it was just kind of surreal, and got it all home and unloaded it all. We're like, how is how are we ever gonna sell all this? And then within, <laughs> within like less what? than thirty days. 75 percent of it sold and it's like huh okay so what i want to know some people may not know about the whole deal is that you guys bought out longs after you sold a tractor that had four brand new engines on it yeah yeah like yeah, we, we were over the four engine deal like brandon was full-fledged into the pro stock deal and i was i had my heart set on like i want to do good in the two wheelers and Jordan's like, I don't care about two wheel drives. Where's my mini? And I'm like, that's right. <laughs> are, and I was, and all I'm thinking is like, mini rods are for a bunch of jerks. You know, I mean, I'm not into that because you guys are prejudiced to fat people, and I don't agree with it. And I think I should sue you. <laughs> that's <But>, right. <laughs> so watch your mailboxes for a lawsuit. But um, <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know. It was just tough. And then all of a sudden, we decided to keep the one mod and. Bill Voorhees bought the other one, and then the motors started selling off the one tractor. And it takes time with everything yeah. you guys do. It takes a lot of time. Brandon, and then, what Adam, the and, then, and then Adams just keeps telling us that 
Adam just keeps like, well, you know, your other motors were better. Your other motors you had on your four engine that oh, you okay. sold were better. He just keeps rubbing that hey. in my like my face, and I'm like, I don't know. Okay. And then and then all I had to say was, so you're saying the motors that are on are no good? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> like, well, that's what I heard. And hey, Brandon and RJ, Brandon and RJ, hang on, I got, I got to interrupt you one time. When was the last time you got your, <laughs> when was the last time you got your ass kissed? Like someone really kissed your ass bad. Like, do you know? Because if, if you, if you don't know, if you don't know, if you don't know, go to the intro of the show and Adam kisses your all's ass for like three minutes about the greatest pullers of all time. They're this, they're that. And obviously, well, we think, all agree with that. But, but, but he does do business with you. Like, I mean, you don't see beer cans falling out of my two-wheel drive when I win. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm, we're classy pullers. We're not trashy pullers. RJ, can you please elaborate <laughs> on what you're talking about there? Well, I'm sitting down at the end of the track, like, just, just chilling, watching Rockwell this year. And all of a sudden, you know, there's this black two-wheel drive. I forget what it's called. I think it's uh, – Chase this. Panther. No, it's called. Uh, hey, was it was it was it was it Chase this? <laughs> was it no, was the one on video? Pull. Chase this? No, it was Chase this. The T bucket. Yeah, yeah, Chase this. That's what it was. And I'm telling you what, at the end of the run, there was an empty Michelob Ultra can that fell to the bottom, which I'm pretty what? sure that Donald planted it there for you. But any anyway, it was it was it was a little controversial. There was a lot of people at the end of the track that weren't thrilled about it. And I just couldn't help but laugh. I'm like, this is kind of funny. <laughs> like, who has it, was, it was funny until the dirt stuck to it. Yeah. Once we realized it wasn't <laughs> empty, and then they're like, yeah, his cup holder broke off. Like, CJ's like, he just put a cup holder on it. So, like, two-wheel drive pulling so fun. Like, you can do it with a beer in your left hand. <laughs> Nobody fears. Hey, RJ, 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 your, your, your story is debatable, but – I mean, there's three sides of every story, but the one side that's oh, always true. Well, who won the pull? Hey, who, no, who won the pull that day? Who won? I can't remember. Well, it was the, the guy, guy with the ninety thousand dollar engine, not me. I, mean, I couldn't afford that. <laughs> if I could afford, we tried buying a new one. We were like, going to have to take there's out a three. second second mortgage on the house. We're like, no way, we can afford an engine like that, let alone fifteen of them. For Christ's sakes! This is about life lessons. There are three sides of every story. I hear your side, but the one side results are always one side. So who won the pull again? Hey, this guy. Hey, we're, I'm just yeah, exactly. Where'd you end up? Where'd you end up at the end of the year, though? What was the consistency? Of that? I, look, I, I I didn't. I was just asked one question. I don't. I know where my. Uh, I know where to stop. I know where to stop. So yeah, that's that's the halt to all that. So I got a hey, question for Brandon. Chase, we ain't got no room to talk because how many championships have you or I won? Zero. So <laughs> as much as, as Adam. <laughs> Adam, you all right, buddy? There you are. Oh, <laughs> oh freezing. Froze out. We got you back now. Go for it. You're back. You're okay. back. I'm good now. My bad. Uh, I was going to ask Brandon. This is more of a uh, a question to you about Rodney Markwell, one of my buddies. So, like, one of the first times we actually uh, came up to the pool there in Farley. 2020. Um, we were parked up close. And uh, my buddy Rodney comes strolling in your guys' shop. And there's a bunch of people around. After 2 a.m. And those pro stocks are very new to you at that time. But he comes walking in with this big, long, black thing, a suction cup, and sticks it to that pro stock tractor. 
for anybody who doesn't know, is a huge black dildo. But anyways, like, I want to know, because I was watching you whenever he did it, and I thought you could almost kill him for smacking that thing on that beautiful green paint. But, I mean, everybody thought it was hilarious. It was, it was a pretty good time. Is that what really got you and Rodney such the bond of friendship? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's to my level. He's up there. Him and Tyler and all them guys, they're good shit. Yeah, they are. You guys had a lot of fun in Evansville here a few years ago, didn't you? Yeah, we're coming back. We're coming back. Going to run some porta potties over. My buddy Casey Kramer's going to mow some porta potties over. And what do you come out with? Motor down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely adore you. I mean, they're just on another level. I think you guys connect really well because they're they're (laughs) they love you guys, and I just I think it's hysterical just being around you guys all the time. It's just so it's so funny. Adam, we're not here for you to sell more motors. We know they're good guys. Tyler, next question. Yeah, you don't think I'm worried about that thing? Maybe left some marks on that beautiful green paint. No, the, the, the best is when it got stuck to the ground and watching Jerry weighing about 300 pounds trying to get that sucker off the ground. It was comical. <laughs> the best is where it ended up. It was on the back of a black trailer at uh, Chapel, Chapel Hill. Hill. Yeah. yeah, I think I might have a picture of that. If we could, I'll get OJ to pull that up. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was doing an interview, too, that I think, day. I think, yeah, I think he was doing an interview. I think you guys need your own podcast. <laughs> we would. We can't afford the equipment. It's, it's relatively <laughs> yeah. affordable. You know that because I've got it. All right. Um, <laughs> my turn for the question. My, my, turn for the, <laughs> my turn for the question. So, RJ, again, people that are tuning in may not understand. You buy and sell. You buy, sell, trade a lot of pulling equipment. Um, yep. You've actually, you know, like Adam Kester said a second ago, like you, do, you, you take something that's a decent vehicle and make it a great vehicle and sell it. It's, I mean, there's no debate. You don't sell junk. If you buy something from RJ, it's the best, the best. <laughs> So, with, with that being with that being said, have you ever and 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 again, don't say names, but like my cousin CJ, who I pull with, he's a, he sells cars, and sometimes when you sell cars, you get shit that's hot. If it, if it's hot, that means it's stolen. Have you ever gotten anything that's hot and pulling, or got a part of any transaction? One time, I bought something from CJ, and he's like, "Hey, don't tell Chase of this because it might not be." mine and i was like okay so i mean i just took that chuck fuller blower and we've been running it we just put some different milled off some names but no I, we've never got anything that was hot chase it's always been legit stuff so we got we, we so, buy from so, standard and citizens. so without naming names what is the craziest just like the travel story what is the craziest buyer story like someone call you up trying to buy something like you probably get these once a day but like what's something that comes to mind like if you had a camera in front of you, like you wouldn't believe this shit moment when someone from just buying and selling pulling vehicles. And, and if someone's aspiring every, every, to get into pulling, call RJ. Every deal is like that. Like you'll get a, say you list a two wheel drive for a chassis with a body or for $30,000. And the first thing everyone's wanting, like, well, is it brand new or is it, how old is it? How many, I mean, how many runs are on it since it's been new? It's just like 
kind of mind blowing because it's like, really, guy? Like, I don't have a fucking clue how many load runs are on this thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how old it is. Well, how old would you think it is? I don't know. Twenty years old, thirty years. I don't know. How many times does it want to pull? I don't know. Like the the amount of like details somebody wants and when they buy a chassis is kind of scary. And then they want tune ups and they want setup sheets and how you how do you weight it or how do you do that? Which I get everyone needs to start somewhere and I I get that, but it's just almost like. Everyone wants to know stuff, and they haven't even wrote a check yet. They'll ask you every detail you you can even think about, and all they're trying to do is just pump you for information, and they probably don't have five nickels to rub together to buy anything. Yep. So basically don't put your phone anymore, up on the internet. Basically, anymore, don't put your- anymore, I tell people if you want to, like if they're messaging you, like if I sell something and they just message you, I basically – um oh state police are in his driveway shit uh, uh sorry cj my bad buddy but uh i thought you said you got that camper for six thousand dollars at auction cj jesus christ <laughs> yeah i he just brought this trailer up here it says full pull real big on the side i'm like yeah sure i'll buy it i mean i don't think it's worth more than five grand but i'll take it so but, <laughs> he's, i mean end of the day though it's just I enjoy selling things. It's fun. I mean, uh, you get a lot of uh, a lot of dumb questions, but I learn how to deal with them. Most of the time, I know that if somebody doesn't want your phone number, they're not serious. Like if right. you post something on Facebook and they're just messaging you back and forth, they're just kicking your tires and they don't really—they're not really going to buy. But if they say, "Hey, can I have your phone number? I'd like to talk to you," ninety percent of the time, they're serious. That's fair. So, so this is a this is a this is a. Sp- podcast that's helping grow pulling just like yes. you all do a great job of doing are you are you willing to put your are you willing to say your phone number out loud to all these users we had forty thousand plus last show Absolutely. for anyone that might for anyone that wants to get into pulling will you give your phone number out yep five six three five eight oh three three oh four you want to pull a vehicle hey, if we get cut off it's because somebody just called me we're on my phone so, <laughs> so so between between the, the so between the Simon trucking shout out where y'all haul anything anywhere, yeah. your phones will be blowing up tomorrow with prank calls, and then the people want to get into pulling. I think we should put Adam's number out there for people that want to get a motor around too, and then just make this full Actually, circle. The, worst thing I, the only thing I'm afraid of is I'm afraid Chase now has my number because I never gave him my number because I'm always a little nervous, like. Man, this guy's kind of weird. I don't really know which way he goes, and I was always kind of nervous, so it's kind of scared. Now he has it. Just because you got beat at Rockwell, don't mean you can throw bad jokes out there. Uh, you beat me at a couple places, but you know it's all right. I mean, I can't help it that Mike had that thing tuned up when you bought it. You know what I mean? So that's right. I've heard Rockwell was. Yeah, if sure. I bought a, if I bought a proven winner, I mean, it's gonna win. Duh. Wasn't I've heard Rockwell was a truck. I think it was a champion when you bought it. Killer power. It was. I mean, that thing even it unloads was. itself. I've never seen a two-wheel drive unload. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get into that. RJ, elaborate on that. What do you mean that truck unloads itself? Well, I was told, and I, I was not around or I didn't know, but I was told that that truck was going to Kansas, I believe, and okay. it was left on on some some highway. It was just left on the side of the road, and somebody had to tell them to pick it up, but. I think the cooler story is I heard a rumor of a gator getting lost this year, leaving Fort Recovery, and nobody even knew they lost it. 
like the door slammed up and shut and they wouldn't even know if someone wasn't behind that's i heard that actually from uh rick's rants i called him and he told me about it so it's oh, true story darn. so somebody's leaving there's three sides there's three sides that there's three sides every story but i think one side of this story is all we need i think you're on it so well, <laughs> for y'all's po- for, for y'all's podcast i think that'd be a good segment in the future <laughs> yeah yeah well if we can get oj hired i'm trying to hire him away from you guys so we'll see that a boy. He's the best. Hey, and by, by, by the way, uh, record numbers that we said that, but we're 400 plus people watching live. Shout out to RJ and Brandon. You guys, any fans got questions, comments? We got the best of the best at pulling here. Brandon's making his national debut. Please comment and we'll ask away. Uh, and and we, I really apologize, not for their language, but Adam's language. Adam's dropped a lot of F bombs. We're going to work on that this, this next oh, few weeks. All right, my question yeah. is is for each of you, but about the other person. Uh, and what that means is, Brandon, if RJ is pulling up to the starting line, he's last in the class, who does RJ in the two-wheel drive class want to take the win from more than anyone? He's got to have someone where it means the most, where you're like, hell yeah, not only did I get the win, but so-and-so finished. No, 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 it's called fuck that guy. Well, I wasn't going to oh, make it. I, I mean, with Chase's attitude about Rockwell, I guess now I guess he's going to kind of get a pretty good-sized target on his back. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. RJ, my question. I'm, sell- is- I'm selling the two-wheel drive. I'm actually out of that game. I don't even want any part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't keep a cup holder in it. So, All right, mm-hmm. RJ, who does Brandon want to take the win from? In the two-wheel drive class or what class are we talking Oh, no, we're talking pro stock. I thought that was implied. Okay, sorry. I figured, but I'd say I'd say in that end of the deal, um, it's probably gonna be Masterson and just because they're they're just awesome. I mean, Kevin we've watched growing up watching him pull and Don, I mean they're they they know what's going on. You know, anytime you can beat a Masterson tractor, you're you're doing something. So they make us better pulling against them. So the whole class is stacked, man. All of them are good. Yeah, there's not just one. I mean, we got a lot of friends in pro stock we've met, you know, Rob Russell, the Connies. I mean, everybody, Norton's. I mean, everyone's awesome to pull with. We have a lot of fun in the pro stock class. I mean, if you don't believe us, come over to our pits afterwards. Brandon, is he right? Is that who you want to take it from? I'll take it however I can get it. I mean, you can correct wins him win. someone else. No, I- I mean, it, I mean, I mean, they're all tough at the end of the day, so it's hard to just take it from anyone saying that you can't beat them, you know. So, fair enough. I'm trying to get you guys to talk shit, but you just won't go for it. That's what that question. Oh, well, they, they, they talked it to me. I don't. I don't even care about two-wheel drop pulling. So I take back everything I said, RJ. You're actually. I. I want you to win. So. Well, just let me drive that two-wheel. I don't. I don't. Drive a Noonan. You can drive anything you, you, let, you want. We, you let we, Nitro Kenny drive it, but you wouldn't let me drive it for screw. Geez. All you gotta do is ask. Oh, well, my question. I'm my, all right. I'll take it at the farm show. I'd like two shots at it. <laughs> it's gotta get in first. <laughs> um, I think we got so, a fan question hey, here that everybody kind of wants to know. Maybe Rockwell win. We'll put you in there, big dog. I think we got a fan Look, question. I'm here. Not, yep. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a shit talker or a fight starter, but whenever RJ started, I just had to take up for myself, Brandon. I I'm not that guy. 
friends. I mean, I ain't here to get second place. <laughs> hey, dad, so my question, my question, go ahead. Our dad, Sorry. our dad, though, back in the day, he used to tell us flat out, if we get second place, he'd say, "Oh, you're the first loser." He'd say that to us whenever we did, and that stuck to us. So, I mean, sometimes we not, might not be as gracious as we should be for second place or something like that. People might feel, well, they're ungrateful for what they just did, but. It's just kind of how we were raised. We came there to win, and we'll try anything to do it. You owe nobody any apology. You owe nobody any apology. And pulling needs more. Simon says pulling teams in it that don't that just really like. There's no. There, we know this. You are competitive. You're there to win. We're all there, but like, you don't. Uh, you're not there to. You're you're friends with all of us behind the scenes, but you're gonna freaking try to kick everybody's teeth in when it's time to win. And pulling needs more of that. Just to be quite frank, so. I agree. Uh, that's that that that's why that's why it's good to have you guys on here, and and it leads me to a good to a question that I think a lot of people like to to know. You guys have competed in arguably the best classes in pulling, um, the pro stock, highly competitive two wheel drive mini rod. Which of the three would you say is the hardest? What well, I mean, they're all hard, but like, can you kind of just go through each one? And mini rod, I know it was kind of a a quick stint. You came in, you won a championship, and you got out. I mean, that's. What better way to do it than that? But can you kind of let's say two wheel drive and pro stock like it's so competitive? Can you kind of draw parallels and like what makes those two classes so tough compared to so many others? I, I think, I mean, I might be biased because I'm a two wheel drive guy, but I think two wheel drive is one of the hands down one of the hardest classes in pulling just because everyone has. I, mean, I, don't, I think every class has good stuff, but I think that one's just one that stands out, and I've. I think it's I think it's tough. Yeah, I think it's really tough to be consistent in. But I, I think every class is tough. Mini rods, mini rods we got in and out because I was nervous every time that Jordan hooked to the Jordan drove it all the time, obviously if you didn't know that, but Jordan drives it and I was just nervous every time he hooked to the sled and I'm a numbers guy, so all I'm thinking about is what the thing's worth. And all I can think about is if, if it ever got wrecked, what it could be worth. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> so, or if it gets outlawed what it's worth <laughs> or if it gets yeah, outlawed yeah. <laughs> yeah before we yeah i mean basically i was like you know yeah i mean someday when bruce figures out how to sit the big guy right next to the front tire i'm gonna drive one but i mean until bruce gets that design figured out he's on he's trying to figure it out but bruce is He's not the he, he's a great engineer but he likes that pen and paper he hasn't really figured out the computer yet has he He's yeah, been really tough at that for Tyler's the computer guy. So Tyler will probably have to draw it up for dad, you know? Yeah. So Bruce does know how to work AutoCAD, but he does prefer trans in a beer box for sure. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all what, what about the pro sock? What, what about the pro sock class just as a whole? I mean, it's just how, how competitive it is. It's really competitive. I mean, everybody that's there usually has a chance to win and, it's, it's a tough class. You got to run around the edge to be competitive, and just part of the game, I guess. What's the what made you all want to get in that class? What's the, what made you all want to get in the pro stock class? I always wanted a smoker, and had a couple opportunities show up on our doorstep, and uh, we took upon it. Now, most people just buy like a Traeger when they want a smoker, but you bought a pro stock. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Why would your dad never let you guys have one? 
because he wouldn't even let us park by them because they sit there and warm up and blow soot everywhere and white smoke. <laughs> ether. Steve hates a lot of guys don't know. Steve hates the smell of ether. Hates it. <laughs> Steve, that's been with my dad for years. You know, he's still here. I don't think he a lot of people know. Like, if you're sitting, you're sitting over in the pits across from him, and you're in your helmet and you're strapped in, or you're in a two-wheel drive. When that smoke gets underneath that body, you can't breathe. I mean, it's because you can't breathe because the air is so pure and so good for the environment. It's just so good. But <laughs> it is tough. Uh, yeah. So, so needless, needless to say. Your dad uh, has rolled over in his grave a few times with all these pro stock purchases, but it. But he's also very proud of what you guys are done, and uh, you guys. You know, we give each other a hard time, but you guys are ambassadors of the sport, and you are badasses at what you do, uh, even in the two wheel drive class all the time. No, but but seriously, uh, it's funny. I never knew that tidbit about your dad not liking smokers, and that's really funny. Um, I could I could imagine him. Bitching but being proud at the same time about what y'all done that pro stock stuff. So kudos to you guys. What is so? What is the next class of entry for the Simon family that you're not in yet? Like you, you you've took how many Adam? They did six or seven different classes at this point. What class is next? I, I, I lost count, dude. These guys, they're in everything. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what you guys are keeping anymore. You guys are constantly getting rid of and getting stuff. What what are the tentative plans for next year? Like how many vehicles and. I, th I think our and, next uh, move, our next move is since we have a trucking company is a semi. Oh, really? Well, who's That's cool? So, like a pulling semi, or you're just going to get another uh, another like 125 to make 126 in the fleet, or like a pulling yeah, semi? We're just going to get another. Yeah, we're going to pull one out of the fleet. We're going to get our fleet truck. Good job, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so you're like so, so like semis, like the 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 shit that pulls it into every show. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to change that. We're going to make sure they don't always pull at the end. We're going to make mini rods go at the end because, you know, they're smaller. So, yeah. do you, so is it is this a done deal or is this just like a goal? Can you speak oh, of this? Just, we're, this we're is, working on it. You know, it's it's a done deal, but, you know, we're just – we're going to make sure that uh, we're it's uh, it's in the works. It'll be ready for the season. So, we hope we can we hope we can get her into the truck show if we can play our cards right maybe. They have room for us. Are you guys building a new pro stock as well? Yeah, we're gonna have a, a red pro stock as well. Yep. Oh. Or maybe oh, black. Hang on, so, hang on, hang on. I'm so confused. You're gonna get a red pro stock and a diesel and a a, a semi, and this is news for the No Practice Podcast. Just, Back office guy, can we get like a can we get like a background banner for this? This is big news. A, a pulling semi, not just a semi. We got to clarify. They already. Yeah, we're not one dip. Yeah, the Chase fleet's so the fleet's not going like, up. They're at a pulling semi. But you had all kinds of semis. Chase is over there, like counting his fingers. Like, do I have 120? Do I have 121 now? He's all yeah. We got we're pulling, and you're not retrofitting sleepless night to get out there and and oh, yeah, that would be sweet. You never say never, but yeah, we'll uh, it, it'll definitely be ready for the next season, and it'll be exciting and. Um, we're also going to have the four-wheel drive going again next year. We had out a little bit this year. Hopefully I can get it down the track again. You know, last year at Rockwell, I tried to debut it and didn't work out so well. The drive shaft did not want to stay in it, but, um, we're making. Was that the very first vehicle your dad pulled that four-wheel drive? No, no, my dad started, my dad started out with a Cub Cadet back when he was a young kid and 
then he went on to pulling the stock pickups and uh and then that was that was the og though that was the original super mod truck so to speak and uh it's still the original one we still running the steel body on it with a stock uh chevy frame on it which is pretty cool it's not component or nothing like that and we dj sullivan drove it this year he had a huge part in putting it together he ended up um, he got, well, he got fifth with it the first, first time out with it at, uh, Toma there or be the third time out. And then Farley he had two good passes with it. Top tens. He had, we're excited about that. We got a new power plant from the, um, pro fab team. We, we bought one of theirs. And so we're excited to have a little newer, newer motor for that thing. And yeah. Awesome. So, so take us, the, so, so this is, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened. The no practice podcast. Outside of uh, outside of Adam talking about how great you guys were as customers, like you guys are announcing that you have a semi you're pulling in 2024. That's thanks for doing that. That's freaking awesome. Um, yeah. What else? Can you just go through the list? So you got that. You got the the full drive. Like tell everybody what light, you plan to campaign light, in 2024. Light, light one light mod, one mod, three two wheel drives, and. Uh, Three pros, three pro stocks, and one, one of them being red, right? Yeah. Yep. You're, you're so we gonna... had, so we had. Uh, it'll have, it'll have a red hood. <laughs> red hood. So we I'm had Kevin Campbell and Colin Ross on last. We had Kevin Campbell and Colin Ross from Chaos, and I don't know a lot about that world, but we're kind of black we're learning. Like have a black engine in it, Travis. So what the hell is? So what does that mean? Explain to that because I don't know what that means. What does black well, mean? Have, we we paint everything, so like we'll rattle can it black. I don't know. It just means it'll be uh, black. He no, has this green or red. It'll be we'll paint it. We're not going to paint it green or red. It's going to be black. I understand that. Yeah. The pump will be sitting so, on the right hand side. So it's not going to be so so it so chaos has their deal, and I don't know enough about it. Who? What kind of application? Like who helps you with your pro stock package? If you're allowed to say. <clears throat> The new chassis that's getting built is going to be a Blackburn chassis, and Blackburn's putting it together. Uh, Riverside builds all of her engines for our pros. Weimer does her fuel and air. Uh, Chad Mayhill does all of her tires. And he's had pretty good success with uh, good people. Has Blackburn's ever worked on a pro stock before, or is this the first time? No, they worked on pros before. They built chassis, and he's a very uh, – a uh, very crafty man. I mean, he can fab anything up you need, and he's close to us. That's why we went that route, and just good people, him and Terry and all the guys that worked at their shop, and they helped us out over the years on the pros. And Yeah. Josh is good at garage doors, too. He works on garage yeah. doors on the side. Yeah, if you need a good garage door guy, Josh Blackburn works on garage doors. I think Josh Blackburn – Josh Blackman would be a good future guest. Oh yeah, RJ and Brandon. RJ and Brandon. Hey, don't obviously don't, we until all our new tractors done. Don't get him on this because he needs to work on that tractor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll put the pressure on him just like we had. We won't. We, won't. we, we yeah. actually had Adam Bauer. Uh, he solicited us to put the pressure on uh, Campbell and Colin Roth <laughs> because it's just taken way too long for them to get that diesel super done. So that was the main reason we had them on. We have a ton of fan questions coming up for you guys. Again, we've had this is our biggest show ever. Kudos to you guys. Uh, you are you're humble guys. You don't want to admit it, but it is. They're here to see you, not me, Adam and Tyler. Um, 
we'd like to ask all of our guests, you know, pulling, we love it. We're all passionate about it. But I'll ask Brandon, you first, RJ second. If there's one thing you could change about pulling to help grow it and help expand it to what we all think it could be, what would it be? Brandon, you lead, and RJ follow up. Anything you could change? I'll just change, uh, go back to the 330 mark and you get past 330, we're going to pull you off. This way, when I hook to that sled, if I can run that touchdown, I'm coming back to fight again. Otherwise, nine times out of ten, when you're coming down through there and you hit the 300-foot mark and you're bonsai out of there, you don't know what's going to happen. You're in like a for, unforsure zone, like, oh, are they going to reset it? Are they going to pull us off? You know, I always like to know what my next challenge is going to be, I guess. What are your thoughts on, like, why, like, so, so we're, we've gone to this trend of, of floating finish, and I get it. You know, it's easier on equipment, it's easier on parts, and, and all that. And, and if there was a, if there was a lot of money being made by pullers, like, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But from a fan standpoint, do you agree, Brandon, that it's a much better show? Like, what's better than a watching a pull off from a fan standpoint? To, to me, like if like you're you're second in the pro stock class, you go three thirty two, nobody touches it. Masterson goes three thirty five, the last hook in the class. What's better than you two come back in a pull off? Am I right or wrong to say that? From a fan standpoint, is that the best show there is in pulling? Yeah, that's the best show. It don't get no better than that, and that's no. why I enjoy that. And I I just think with the the amount of numbers that are in the class, to let the top six duke it out at the end is. Stellar. I mean, a lot of people don't like it. It's hard on the parts and that, but I mean, so it was hard on parts the first pass. Adapt more or less, kind of what the Europeans do, because like, like the Europeans, basically, it's like a, just a warm up run. If you get out the end, which they do, they wean out a few guys, but I mean, yeah. they do. I always like the one where the top three come back. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. Even if you go two ninety eight, have the top three come back. Like, yeah, or or if. More than three or something, I don't know. But we should but, do hey, a segment one of these days. Hey, hey, Adam, Go I don't ahead, know much about your Europeans, but I know about that. Uh, that next to your your camper, and oh, that's the only thing I know about Europeans. And no, it's, it's, it's Europeans. <laughs> what? It's not <laughs> Europeans. It's Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> Can we can we elaborate on this? Is can you elaborate or is this? A, I don't give a shit. I'll tell everybody because they didn't. <laughs> they, they didn't give a shit either. They left a shit. Okay, so I'm just gonna say right now, we we're at a pool. Went over to put water in the fucking motorhome, and there's a pile of shit sitting next to it. And whatever, I almost pulled the shitter valve on him. I was really upset, but. uh Wait, so somebody really took crossed my mind. I'm a little bit better guy than that. There so was somebody, a tent sitting there. It may have been filled with some some stuff, but I uh so I hang, hang on a second, hang on a second, yeah, hang on a second. Somebody pooped next to your camper? You, you, somebody pooped in your camper or in front of your camper. Was it was it a dog? There could have been a dog, right? Uh dog don't yeah, leave cool. toilet paper, motherfucker. <laughs> who who do you suspect did this? And why why would they do that? Why would they do that? Well, that's I poop. Guess that's why they did it. Jeez. I don't know. Jeez, they had to poop. That's why they did it. What do you Hang mean, on. Do? <laughs> you mean to tell me we have some alleged poop bandits on the tractor pulling? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie about this. So, you know what's bad? Here's how bad it is. 
if it was if it was intended for me or forgot how to go, if he's got IBS, I don't know if the guy's got your <laughs> valve syndrome or whatever. But regardless of the fact, this is where I have to say I feel like about it because I didn't put water in the in the in the motorhome. Toby put water in the motorhome. He was witness to it, and that's where it kind of like drew the line, like. If you can't make your ass to a damn porta potty or a bathroom, geez, it sounds Christ. like a, it yeah. sounds like a shitty deal, though. You know? do, you, do you do you suspect this was an intentional malicious ending? I have no idea, dude. I, I, I don't I don't have a fucking ring camera on my motorhome to see who did it, what time, or what was the reasoning. Well, but if there was if there was, was a shit like, left outside of my motorhome, right next to the bay that you put water into, it. at this pool was was did did Tyler bring Evan with him? Oh, <laughs> that's a possibility. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm kidding, you know, the Evan. Sorry, it's hard telling. It's I hard telling. Like you were hey. if you were targeted by turds, you must be suspicious of a certain individual. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Back, hey, hey, back office. Hey, 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 hey the little the little Bob thing or the breaking news is Sabin's having a, a, a Simha in 2024. When you have breaking news, European shit at him in front of Adam's no, camper. You're Paul? Is that who is it? Is it Europeans? No, is it Europeans? Is that what I heard? We don't know. No, I mean, we're Europeans. just talking. It's, it was an alleged. <laughs> hey, there was, there was no. Uh, there was no DNA in the database in the United States, so that's why Adam Jesus kind of pointed the finger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look at the bottom, Adam. Adam out outside his camper and forgot. I have never, dude. Just so you know, not to be talking about shit or anything like that. It's I'm a like very it. homely person. <laughs> I don't like traveling out. Okay, in the wild, I stay around home. So and that's a shitty story. These podcasters, <laughs> these podcasts are so fun. We like it's those moments where you don't know how you got there. All I remember is asking Brandon what he would change about pulling, and it was pull offs, and then it turned into you putting accusations of people shit in front of your camper. Like that's what's great about this podcast. I don't even remember how we got there. Europeans, you need to go back to that one comment of Paul Romack. What is it with you guys in porta potties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to where we had the playoffs. But enough at of Polar, at the Polar Championship, it? it was it was me and Donnie Sullivan and Jordan. I think Brad was with. I think Brad. so. Well, was he? No, I don't think Brad was. It was Jordan. Tell us your poop story. And uh, and uh, Jamie Austin. <laughs> So, so there's like, starts laughing with Jamie Austin. There, there was like 20 of us, and so I asked Jamie if he thought he could get that forklift to run, and he thought he could, and I, and I didn't doubt him. <laughs> so I said, if you think you can get that forklift to run, go bring that porter shitter over here. And next thing you know, here comes he comes across the rock, <laughs> and the porter shitter's full from Friday night. And it, I mean, if you were to lit a match off the exhaust pipe, that thing would have blew up. It was so rank. <laughs> and the next thing you know, then the real turd bandits came and the patrol was there. Oh. Can't do that. And it was bad news. 
Well, I mean, to be funny. fair, you probably shouldn't be driving a forklift around with a porta john in the air. Is that correct? I mean, but he was sober. He wasn't drinking. He yeah, quit he, drinking. Yeah, he wasn't so, drinking that so night. To be he fair, Jamie, Our, Jamie quit drinking years ago. You guys, he only drinks Aquafina or Dasani. Dasani, Dasani, yeah, Dasani, Dasani water. That's all he drinks. He prefers something a little <laughs> bit more non-alcoholic. So. <laughs> RJ, are you telling me that we can drive forklifts and pick up Porta Johns at the uh, the Farley 300 uh, raceway there? If well, you can get them to run. Okay, yeah, we, that's a fair deal. Yeah. Lock it in. Hey, but hey, guess what? I have some sad news for you three in uh, 2024. Um, the mini rods will not be coming to Farley. Boo, are you serious? Well, your tractors are fucking illegal anyway, so let's get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, you, you're gonna be at home. Tyler, you're gonna be at home watching anyway. Who cares? I'm gonna what? Are you going to go a state level event or what? What the fuck? So, so basically, <laughs> you're gonna be at home watching home watch our live stream, Tyler. So basically, what we're what we're getting at is, uh, no, Tyler can still come. I think he might have more fun actually without his tractor there. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I'm sorry, Tyler. Probably, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll send the waiver. But you know, here's the deal: is uh, you know, at the end of the day, is you guys have got a big, a stout schedule for 24, and I want to give you a little break before you, for the Hutch and Toma deal. But honestly, we just, you know, we can't afford that that extra sled. It's just times are tight with this new semi and stuff. How much is it? <laughs> hey, you've got to ask. You can't afford it. <laughs> no. Well, maybe I can get it paid for. You, which is blood. Well, well, Farley yeah. was her favorite pull. Well, she's yeah. just come on down. You can't come anyway, Tyler. Tyler, you can't come. Tyler, you can't come anyway. Tyler, I got, I got a plan B. Everyone, everyone loves a good plan B. You can come I mean, drive. Our two will drive there against RJ. You can drive the two will drive against RJ there. <laughs> Well, it's going to be a select. I'm going to have the Grand National select two-wheel drive, so I'm not sure that you'll be invited. Sorry, Chase. Ooh. We don't want, we don't want beer cans going out. We're a family. Remember this? The family show, Chase? Remember you started that out telling us how family it was? You got yeah. beer cans falling out. How rude. Yeah, think of the children, Chase, damn it. <laughs> everybody, hate, everybody, everybody, everybody hates a ass whoop in their hometown. I wouldn't want to come either. Well, okay, RJ, it might, might, might bring up a, a, you guys are uh, you guys are putting on another pull again this year without the mini rods. Boo! Um, that it kind of sucks because it was one of our well, favorites. Hey, you know, times hey times could change quick. I mean, I don't know if we can get. I'm looking for a sponsor. If we can, I I think we're on this podcast. Isn't this podcast sponsored by Full Pull Bets? Full yeah. Pull. I think I think we could get Full Pull if we can if get you, them the sponsor. If you need somebody. If we get full no full practice podcast, the no practice podcast will sponsor. I'm thinking. I'm thinking we get the no press sponsor. The, how much do you need? I'm sorry. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at it. I'm just thinking if full pull could throw in a little bit, you know, and not be so frugal with the yeah, money. I mean, details. it seems like. We need I mean, I try, I've been playing all year and I ain't win a buck. You know, I'm just terrible. Well, you got to be better, RJ. You got to be oh. better. Hey, RJ. Even Evan has won money on full pull. So you mean to tell me Evan can predict pulls better than you can? Actually, Evan's pretty smart, so yeah, probably. Yeah, well, he has. 
I always pick if, if I you pick want Adam. I always pick Adam, and Adam's always afraid to turn his mag up because he's like, "Well, I don't want to hurt my motor because I don't have another one." It's like Jesus Christ, Adam! You, you own, you've got an old engine shop. Let's crank the mag. You know, like come on, RJ, you got to quit picking your own. Too busy working on everybody else's shit. Touche. I think if that interrupting chart gets over five, I think Chase is sponsoring one class. I don't know which one it is, but well, we're at Tyler, seven. Yeah, times. <laughs> no, but if if it if it takes if it takes the no practice podcast, we have sponsors. Believe it or not, we have sponsors, not MBR engines. Because you are exclusive to that, but we have sponsors trying to sponsor this. We're trying to be strategic about what we want to do. But no practice podcast will sponsor the mini ride class at Farley if you have it there, and you can make Tyler an invitation only, where he just makes an exhibition at the end because he's illegal to run in the regular class. Well, if this is going to be NTPA, I'm not sure they'll allow me. I'm in email negotiations with the head honchos, trying to get the clear and the clear cut deciphering as far as what that rule means. So, I hey, look, I don't know why though, honestly, Tyler. Do you still own a welder? Did you sell your welder? Well, I do own a welder, yeah. So why not just build something new and just show them that you could do it with the old style? So that's the thing. I don't have a problem with that. I will, but I want a clear, concise vision of what this rule means because the interpretation I got back is pretty surprising to me of what that new rule means because there's a lot of... Could could you fill us in on what it is? I mean, is it like... I mean... Uh, I mean, I'm all about, uh, you know, I'd like to know because you never know. Tomorrow I could have, you know, Chase Richardson could call me and be like, you know what, <laughs> I'm over pulling and it's not fun for me no more because my mechanic CJ isn't going to pull and I don't even know how to turn a wrench. He does all I mean, the work. We- and then he could want me to buy him out. And I just want to know, like, is are his tractors even legal? I mean, can you have your brakes next to the bell housing? I've heard you can. No. no. You can. You can. Oh, my God. Chase, See, did you Chase, know that? Are your brake pedals next to your bell housing? Chase, are everybody they? in the class is that oh, one that oh, new one Adam spill up many oh, on, on, on is oh, is, on. His, is next to bell housing. So yeah, I Adam, I yours Adam, your brake pedals are next to your bell housing. Uh, not on two of them. Okay. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> the the rule change I heard I got from. Uh, Actually, I got it set from uh, from Mr. Why, why are you talking about this? I just want to vent for one little short second. Uh-oh. This is the same shit that goes on every time. We get a, a rash decision on a rule, and then there is no thorough. There is no but, nothing thorough about it. But I mean, it, shit. That black it a, back, hold on a second. That black tractor sitting back there in that tra- in in your shop apparently has a legal roll cage on it because the brake rotors are mounted or the brake calipers are mounted to it like, brandon is that true have brandon? we no i'm just saying how in the fuck have and, we got every all tractor that he's built that's fucking i'm just brandon, saying okay you, you want to you want that's here here's here's my thing you guys want to create rules i'm perfectly fine with the rules if you guys want to limit us to on our on our tire, why don't you just make us run a tire that's twenty one year model or newer? You know, if you want to make rules, make them make sense. If you want us to have, if you want us to be just like a pro stock where the the motor plate has to be X far away from the rear end, then that's what it is. If you know, don't let these guys that have been building shit for a long time <laughs> all of a sudden come up with these rules and everybody in the fucking class has to change it. 
plain and simple. Plain and hey, simple. Hey, hey, I just don't know what I'm going to do with them four sets of pioneers we got. We might have to build another mini. Yeah, you might yeah, have well, to. But just make sure get you get the tires at this point. Make sure you get hey. the black market interpretation of the new rule so that you build it accordingly. Hey, did you hand? Did you hand uh, when you when you sent that email? Did you put in there like a PayPal number with like a uh, uh, some money? Mm -hmm. I think that's why you're. I think maybe that's why your email, your interpretation of the rule is changed from Adams or Chases. Okay, well, I need I need to get on your guys's level, Brandon. How did you <laughs> get your illegal calipers cleared? Uh, after uh, Brad showed them, and everybody had the same same thing that i had i guess it was clear to go damn it so if i had the same thing everything the same thing everybody else had then i'd be okay no here's what it's called i mean i, don't I, mean, I, I, mean, I gotta this, ask this one question a plain, plain simple deal new sheriff in town they're gonna live by my rules you know what i get it i, you make Tyler. Sure that I get it there yeah Once Tyler. You guys do something. Tyler, I want to ask you one. Run more. Run more pullers away from the the pulling Hey, so Tyler, I want yes. to ask you one question. All right. So I don't know the measurement on, say, your roll cage. Your roll cage has moved ahead, but yes. say it's. Would you say it's eight inches further forward than, say, a new modern? Would you say uh, if you move if you move that roll cage back eight inches to the where Adams and Chases, do you think it'd make a difference for your chassis? Define make a difference. Do you think you'd still you'd still win a belt buckle or win Farley Iowa with your with your roll cage move back say eight inches from where it currently is and your seat to say where the modern cage is right now? Which I'm I, not saying you have to do. I'm just asking your personal opinion. No, yeah, I, I would think it's possible. I I think I would have to set it up differently. Um, what? What sucks about doing that is I feel like I'm not telling you to do it. I just was asking if you really thought yeah, that it had no, a big advantage. It it sucks to me that like I feel like our tractors look a little bit different than other people's, and I kind of like that factor of it. And we're stupid enough to build them ourselves, and I think that makes them unique. And the fact that we I feel agree. like we're being a little bit picked on just kind of just kind of blows. Um, and I. I was bummed to see well, the new rule not to beat a dead horse, but, you know, I had some things instantly turning in my mind on how to, you know, revamp things around that, whether that meant tweaking what I've got or starting from scratch. And so before I started on it, I wanted some clarification onto the interpretation on what that rule meant. And when I got that interpretation, I was blown away because there was things mentioned that were not mentioned in the new rule in any way, shape or form. And Because that's how professional they are. Yeah. Anyway, I, think, I don't I need to rant about that. I probably could for an hour. So I, I think my deal is, is it just seems like we're, we spend too much time in in pulling, especially lately, just looking at what could be, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, what does it matter where the brake calipers are, the calipers are on a tractor, for instance? Like, what does it really matter? Like, pulling supposed to be pulling supposed to be unique. Like, if you're dumb enough to sit with your your ball sacks over top of your bell housing no offense but or whatever you're not quite that far ahead but if you want to do that more power to you i'm not going to drive your tractor i mean i'll steer it around the pits but and, and that's fair i i but, think personally what should be outlawed is the big angler roll cages on a four engine tractor because we've seen two people back to back break their damn arms but those are just fine 
Meanwhile, we're perfectly fine and we're getting picked on. What about those giant roll cages with a huge swoop outside of them so your arms can get flat? What, hey, what about if you just grow up and fill it? Then you're fine. That's what I was, I was gonna say. You know why they have those big roll cages, right? To get your head in it. That's right. Hey, <laughs> I got a roll cage. A guy, some farmer up in Michigan, I think it's Beaver Ridge Farms. He built it for me or Beaver something. Oh. I've heard of him, yeah. And he built he built a chassis for it, and I'm telling you what, it, I fill up every square inch of that roll cage. Yeah, that's a nice that snug cage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. But I, I just I don't feel it's right what they're doing with the rules, changing them all the time. I guess I see Tyler rolled over at um, Nashville this year, and I see clearly he was fine. Um, his legs were clearly, you know. One thing I'll say about Tyler, like he doesn't. He can go up in the, and buy a cheap set of headers. They spend twice the amount of, uh, say, a Dan Olson on stainless steel, really nice headers. Um, their their block shields thicker, and I don't I don't understand why all of a sudden now it's it's illegal. Is it illegal because it just doesn't work in their format, or why? You know why why does why does the rules always got to change? Now you can't. I seen the I seen the email. I mean I'm. I, I seen the email that Tyler got. Um, his dad sent it to me, and I just don't feel it's right. Now That's all of a sudden they're saying, now all of a sudden they're saying you can't even have your feet next to the bell housing. Well, I know for a fact that both Adam's new tractor and Chase's two tra- mini rods feet are next to the bell housing. I mean, when's this going to stop? Of constantly well, just. Okay. I mean, let, let me go. When, well, well, hang, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Boom. Give me another fucking tally on that. Brand the tallies for you. No, you did good. So, you did there, it right. You did it right. You said hang on. You no, no, no. I know every 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 tally except one of them I've I've asked for. So, but look, rules are like the fuck are like taxes. It's like the IRS. The rules make like the IRS. Everyone, we know you're a part of it. Okay, we know you're part of the. No, no, but no, no, no. I'm not a part of no rule committee. But I, but like, I'm just keeping it real with you. I have no opinion either way. Like. There's rules no, I hate too, just like you guys hate. But that'll get your it, your butt in trouble if if you say something wrong. Let's face it, the fucking rules. What would I get in trouble, Adam? Adam what would I, Adam? What would I get in trouble for? What would I get in trouble for? Just getting. Who, who am I answering to? Who am I answering to? I'm pretty sure I don't answer to fucking nobody. I think I think hey, you think I get just let, just let, let, let Chase speak his thoughts here for a minute. If I, I was worried about that, I, if if I was worried about that, you think I'd be on this podcast, you jackasses? Like if I was worried about that perception, now we're in so, I mean, I'm just <laughs> not. No, you got you guys are guests. These two are jackasses. Like if I was worried about perception, I'm just keeping it real. Like rules are rules are like taxes. People, nobody likes them. Somebody's got to draw the line. I'm not saying what's right or wrong. And Tyler and Bruce, these rules are not for Tyler and Bruce. And I said this on our first not episode. For anybody, like, dude. Tyler, Tyler and Tyler and Bruce, like. If it was like stopped at them and said that they were grandfathered in, nobody else could do this. I don't think it, there would be a debate. Now the problem with that is it's a competitive advantage for someone else, and I that's a whole other argument. But these this rules is- are for th- these rules are for people that decide they want to jump in, and I want to do what those guys do. And we've already talked about this a number of times. Right. Like so, we've pe- gotten people jump. We've gotten too intense. We're beating this dead horse that we have already. We're at an hour and forty six minutes. Do we want to just get into our next bit before we go over our two-hour limit? Hey, hey what, about the, what about hey, the rules? As far as the rules go, the last thing I'm going to say, they didn't even tell us.
us how do you think they fucking know anything about safety on our tractors? They can't even nail a nail a show down to 350, 330, 300. You're trying to tell me that they they know the windows of a rule? Fuck. They don't know anything. Adam, you're gonna hurt someone's feelings. You'd better be careful with that kind of thing. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no, hey, 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 he's gonna hurt he's gonna hurt my he's gonna hurt my perception of the same guy that has beer cans flying out of his two-wheel drive when he wins pulls. Yeah, I'm really worried about that. I just want to know whatever happened about like grandfathering something in. It's already built. It's already running. It's already safe. Just grandfathered in from here on out. No more can be made like that. You got two of the elite yeah. tractors in the I'm class. down with that. That's the way it should be moving forward. I mean, that's, if Tyler wants a new tractor, guess what? You got to cut that one up and still build your new one. You can build it that same way, but you got to that one's got to get cut up. You can't sell it. And that's what should be. I told Bruce that last week on the phone. And I'll be honest, that's part of the reason why I cut mini rods because I'm tired of this bullshit. Last year we had to deal with the roll cage. Now we're dealing with that. I'm just kind of tired of it. I think it's I think it's ridiculous that um, it keeps changing every year. And, you know, I don't, I don't think it's right. I mean, right. pardon my French, but I just don't. I appreciate so, that. That's why we have this show for it. That's what we have this show for to to let uh, out dirty laundry and let everyone tell their I'm thoughts, sure we'll even when Adam gets mad at me. I'm sure we'll be talking about it more this weekend. But. I think that the, the whole idea of this is what people don't understand is that we don't show up every weekend just happy to be there. There's a lot of shit that bothers us. And, like, people on the outside never get to see that because, you know, we're, the exposure isn't there. There are so many things that bother us weekend. When I, we could have a five-hour show every fucking day on all the shit that pisses us off. I just think it's a little ridiculous. Right now, Adam, I think you need a beer. Your blood pressure's you're getting high. Your blood pressure's getting high. Like you yeah, need a beer. I know it. Gets up there, boy. Pisses me off, man. <laughs> you guys All know right. what else we need? We need a hot next segment that we call Two Truths and One Lie." Yeah. Are you guys familiar with this? Yeah, we heard. This is the No Practice Podcast. Two truths and one lie. All right, so it's two truths and one lie. So RJ and Brandon are each going to make three statements, and the three of us have to identify which one is the lie. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, Give it to us. I used to race a late model race car back in the day. And then the, the Dodge, the Simon Says Dodge, is actually older than I am. And then Brandon always Brandon always offers me to drive a pro stock every every night we go pulling. Oh Jesus, that's clearly the lie, RJ. Come on, you could have tried harder than that. In in my mind, the third one's the lie. Gentlemen, what do you think? Third one's the lie. Adam I I'm gonna say that uh Simon says Dodge is not older than RJ. Oh. Well, RJ, what is it? The lie is, yeah, Brandon never offers to me to get a pro stack like that. <laughs> <laughs> he never, he, I don't think he asked, though. That's fair, though. Because I know, I know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind All of right. a misleading question, then, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brandon, give it to us. I feed cattle every day, own a race car, smoke weed daily. <laughs> Hit me. 
Man, uh, I hope you own a race car. <laughs> that's a truth. I do believe. I'm gonna say feet. I'm gonna say feet cattle every day. You have someone else do that, right? I'm 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 gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with own a race car. I don't think you own a race car. I'm gonna say he doesn't smoke weed unless he grills vegetable on his Traeger or something. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be pretty bad. That was great. Man, that was the easiest round of that ever, boys. Sorry. We made her fast and easy. We want to get back to talking about all these Fucking mini rods, roll cage bullshit, and fucking dumb bull crap, son of a bitch. Hey, we got to uh, actually. Uh, we we missed this uh, the the local establishment spotlight this week. Yeah. There's and, no uh, good place in town. I don't think you'd want to call anywhere, would you? Is uh, is Norm visiting any of the places? No, I think he's out of town. But um, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Who the, do you, you want? Uh, would you like to call? What dirty Ernie's? I think you ever heard of dirty Ernie's, Tyler? Oh, he's already got a speed down. Mandy's probably working. Is this in Farley, Iowa, RJ? Oh yeah, this is this is a local happening spot. Dirty Ernie's. Hi, uh, this is Dirty Ernie's in Farley, Iowa. Is that correct? Is local legend Norm in the establishment at the moment? Is who? Uh, Norm Brian Daly. Is he in there at the moment? Brian Daly. Yeah, is he there? <laughs> because he might be oh they put me on hold Brian, Norm uh, legend in the polling community uh, is known for bellying up to the bar at Dirty Ernie's and uh, Norm helps the Simons religiously empty their cooler oh. there's no Brian Daly here no okay no, no problem Son of uh, is Dirty Ernie there is Dirty Ernie there uh, are you there? Yeah. Uh, so we're actually doing a local establishment spotlight on a podcast right now, and we've got uh, Brandon and RJ Simon on from Farley, Iowa. Are you familiar with them? Yeah. Well, can you tell us about Dirty Ernie's and what it has to offer to the uh, local community and uh, what sets it apart as a pillar and a staple in the community? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Ask for Dirty Ernie. Tell me I talk to Dirty Ernie. Yeah, is is Dirty Ernie himself there? Dougie. 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 Yeah. Magoo. Yeah. Magoo. Yeah, Magoo. Yeah. Magoo. All right. Well, hang on. It appears as if we got hung up on by the sounds of it, but the ticker's still rolling. <laughs> we might be yeah. live. Yeah, ask for Mandy. Where's Mandy at? Oh, Where's we got hung up on. We got hung up on. RJ, this, do you this want place to... RJ, RJ, give us some background on Dirty Ernie's. Yeah, tell us all about Dirty Ernie's. Like coming to the Farley 300. Well, Dirty Ernie's is, uh, is the local establishment where you can go there and have just a blast. I'm pretty sure the Slaws um, own about four bar stools there hmm. um, between Tyler and Bruce. They they come early every year, usually to the to the Farley pole. This year, they'll just be able to bring their toter. They don't even have to bring anything. But Yeah, um, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> hey, but uh, scooters are banned in town, so you can't, don't, can't ride scooters. Watch Cur the curves curve. are too deep. Curves are too deep. They're deep. We get a lot of snow and water running down the side. Yeah, of them. I would assume beers are illegal as well. <laughs> uh, beers are totally legal. Yes. Wow, can, that's surprising. Can... Well, give it till next year. You never know. <laughs> we'll see if we can get all your beer riders like he's going to sponsor this deal. I, so I digress. Tell us about Dirty Ernie is seeing how the worker there didn't want to. Oh, it's a great place. It's a good time. A lot of fun. A lot of fun happens there. And uh, 
and uh, yeah, we're just we got a it's a great establishment. We have a lot of fun there, and uh, I know you know more about it than I do, Tyler. You're hanging out there more than me. And and is it true that in his younger years, Brandon got into a fight there? I don't know. There might have been a few of them there. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I got into a fight once there, but. Brent- uh, well, tell us about your boys' favorite fight. Oh, we can't get into that on this. Uh, oh, come on. It's the local, it's the local establishment spotlight. A few illegal things that happen. I mean, I'm going to play the Adam card here and just play the fifth. <laughs> yeah, uh, play the Adam card. I'm going to play the chase card. There's three sides of every story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't get to have a favorite fight. We got hung up on on our local. These are the best guests of all time. All right, unfortunately, unfortunately, we have have those every now and then where they just don't want to talk to us. It sounded pretty busy though, even yeah. on a, on Wednesday. Yeah. And I feel like that's she, the problem. She's Usually probably we... making she's probably making pizzas and serving drinks and everything. And the last thing she want to do is talk to a bunch of fuckers like us. Yeah, that makes she, sense. She well, probably knew Chase was gonna get in, like get into his sponsorship. Oh, there's forty seven thousand people watching this podcast, <laughs> and you're gonna your place is gonna get just bombarded with people, and you need nope. to sponsor us and give us one point four million dollars. And that's like that's why that, we got the interruption chart that cuts that off. Yeah, that was gonna that was definitely gonna happen. <laughs> I would have bet you I would have bet you some large amount of sums that that would have happened if we shoot us <laughs> on the phone. You want to bet me? <laughs> well, not anymore. The good news is the good news is you're going to see Tyler Slaw's debut in a two-wheel drive there in 2024. Oh uh, yeah, you because you cut the main out. You'll be so nervous. You'll be fucking uh, fucking. Yeah, I, I bet we had Uncle Dave will drive the two-wheel drive there probably. Well, anybody can drive it, gentlemen. Three minute warning. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure Nitro Kenny couldn't drive it. <laughs> Chase, tell us about what's going on. Take us. Yeah. Uh, so we got we got we got to get a couple of questions for RJ and Brandon. And again, this is our biggest show ever, and people are still watching. We have a request to keep this show going two hours longer. I don't know if Adam's blood pressure blood pressure can take that, but uh, hey, RJ hey, and Brandon, hey. did you? Hey, we got a we got a little technical difficulty, but hey, we got a new number here, Tyler. We'd like you to call. Do you really? <laughs> We'd like you to call the owner. He would like us to call him. Okay. Hey, RJ. Breaking, 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 breaking news fans. We're going to go over our two-hour limit for these guys right here because it's the biggest show of all time. We don't want to release the hot, dirty Ernie's head honcho phone number live on the air. Text me the number. While you talk about RJ Brandon, did you apply any vehicles to a farm show? How many vehicles did you apply? Yeah, we did. We applied uh, three, four, five. Seven vehicles the farm show. I didn't think about it. Seven vehicles. Three two-wheel drives, so, three pro stocks, and one mod. Wow. So we all know how hard it is to get tickets to the farm show. All of you guys listening, there's way to, ways to get free tickets to the farm machinery show. Go to full pull. Make your, make your predictions on who will get in, the two-wheel drive class. RJ will get in with at least one of them. We all know that. Super stock class. These guys are not in that class. Four-wheel drive. Uh, I hope RJ's truck has got applied to that. Make your predictions. Win two free tickets. And then a super farm. Luckily, for RJ's sake, there are no super farms. But super farm is a big class in pulling. And it's highly competitive. Make your predictions. are free to play. Two free tickets to a week-long 
show at the Farm Machinery Show. Make sure you get on there. Tyler, dial them up. Well, I don't have the number I was supposed to have received, so. I send it on Snapchat. I don't have, <laughs> well, I don't have Snapchat notifications turned on. <laughs> I don't have any notifications turned on. That's too funny. If, so this is the Alberta And we have a ton of questions for RJ and yeah, Brandon, too. Uh -oh. Yeah, is this uh, Dirty Ernie? himself this is, dirty. this is dirty ernie himself well it's much quieter where you're at sir you must oh, not be at the local establishment is no, that correct just made her home just you, made her home buddy just made her home all right well we've got you live on the no practice podcast with rj and brandon simon and uh dirty ernie's was our feature local establishment spotlight of the evening and unfortunately there was so much hustle and bustle in the background we hardly got given the time of day after she looked for Mr. Norm Brian Daly there, who unfortunately wasn't there. Uh, tell us about Dirty Ernie's and what sets it apart in the local community there in Farley, Iowa. Oh, Dirty Ernie's a pretty popular place at Farley, Iowa. Uh, live music on the weekends. Uh, we got a crazy night, Thursday night, swing night. Um, Kind of the center of Farley, I guess. I don't know more to tell you. I couldn't agree more. I've been to Farley myself several times. I personally am from Michigan, and uh, <laughs> I can't step foot in Farley without going to Dirty Ernie's uh, at least once per day, possibly twice. That's what I hear from everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, do you have any? You're familiar with Brandon and RJ Simon, yes? Oh yeah, yeah. I worked for their dad for a while. He's Brother uh, Simon's a great guy to work for. I loved working for the Simons, and they're great people. Well, how about that? What a small world. Well, you personally must have a unique story of uh, either RJ or Brandon to bring to the air for us to oh, share with us. I don't, I don't know if I can kiss and tell. Yeah. Well, I feel like you can. <laughs> <laughs> we better save that for another time. Ah, uh, I feel like this is the live. only time. <laughs> We live. All right, give us give us a. We PG got four, we get we got forty thousand people is going to hear this. You got forty thousand people. This is big for Dirty Ernie's. Great guys all the way around. They're great guys to work for, and they're brought up by a good good uh, good family, Roger and Darlene, and and uh, they're just great people. They do anything for anybody. No question there, but Brandon said you had some stories about him getting into a fight there. Can you elaborate on that? Oh, I, I, there's, been a, there's been a few here and there. I don't, I don't even remember anymore. It's been so long. Oh, man, you really won't kiss and tell, will you? No, no, I don't do that. Okay. Put that on the side sometime when we ain't live. What, well, what about, what about the one a good story about Norm? Yeah, well, tell us a good Norm story because I've personally been in there when Norm's been in there, and it is legitimately like Cheers because he walks in and everybody yeah, at the bar buys him a beer. Norm, yeah. yeah, and they yeah, buy him a beer. Yep, everybody usually hollers Norm when he watches, just like in the Cheers. That guy's got eight beers lined up in front of him, glass bottles, oh, and he pops the tops. And... He's our local banker. We got to take care of Norm. Absolutely. What's your best Norm story then? Can you throw him under the bus? Uh, I can't really throw him under the bus either. He's my banker. Doggone it, you don't kiss and tell. Well, I I, I got to say thank you for uh, giving us your time, and uh, your your workers there are working real hard and <laughs> not to uh, waste time with riffraff over the phone, I must say. So you've got to train well. Absolutely. I'll be doing that. Thank you, sir. Sounds good. You have a good night. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right. Well, we got the Dirty Ernie shout-out in, even though he wouldn't kiss and tell and tell us any fight stories about you two. That's good. Yeah, we we don't need the cops coming and finding us. <laughs> well, two hours and two minutes, boys. What do you think, Chase? Did you did you cover I, everything? I think we. I, I think uh, so. It's wild. The last thirty minutes, I asked 
Brandon, what would you change about pulling? But RJ never answered it. And then we we took we went on a wild journey from shitting in front of people's campers to dirty earnings since then. So RJ, one thing one thing in pulling you would change to grow the sport. Brandon gave his pull offs three thirty. What would you change? I would charge every puller a pit pass, and then I'd put it back into the purse. I would Explain change that more. Explain I would that change pulling so like, people don't know. So like if you go racing, so we own a racetrack, obviously. So racing, uh, everyone buys a pit pass, and every and there's a and there's also a uh, a fee to to hook. There's a hook fee. But one thing about it, since I've been pulling and now being a promoter, you realize is that there's no back gate. So basically every puller that comes and enters gets four to six passes for free. Well, then we all bitch. And when I say we, I'm saying me, we bitch that there's no money and, and Poland only pays X, Y, Z and it's not enough. Well, I'm telling you from a promoter side, there's not enough money to be had. It ain't like, it isn't like there's people taking it and stuffing it in their pockets and everything. So I think it needs to come back to us as pullers. Like, we don't always need to get the free ride, and uh, we should be charged a pit pass for every person we bring, and then that should be put back into the purse. So then instead of pulling for $2,000, we might be able to pull for 4000 or and, whatever and the number might be. We can't, mention, feel... oh, sorry, we can't mention that without right. saying the Pullers Championship did a great job of doing that, of doing exactly what you're saying. They charged every single person, driver included, to get into the event. And put one hundred. I wonder where I wonder where they got that from, huh? I wonder. Hmm. Was that your idea? Anybody doesn't know. RJ does a really good job promoting his own event. So RJ, the best, the best, be, the best. You, you kind of mentioned that you were, were you're just going to do like a Grand National Select um, uh, for the two wheel drives, maybe some other classes if the numbers are big. In in your mind, as a show promoter. You want to get people in there, but you also want to get them out at a decent time. And you guys have the milestone event that you'd like to have a band at, maybe some drinks and whatnot. So in your mind, how would you kind of set up the pool? Obviously, you know, you charge the pullers uh, entry fee for everybody that comes with them. But kind of like laying out the pool, what do you see in an event that maybe needs to change to make it better for the the fan? I just think you got to have a show that's running running fast. Like if you've ever been to my event, like – whether it's been PPL or Lucas Oil, or I mean uh, NTPA, I'm standing on the starting line, like hounding whoever's at that starting line. Like I'm not being friendly. I'm pointing at my wrist. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy if if Chase is like dragging his feet, like he does sometimes. Like I'm not finishing his beer. Finishes his beer like, before he takes. Like the, or the one one time when he sandbagged his gear, forgot to he put it in a put it in a big cog. Thought that Noonan could handle it, and then he realized he just had a short stroke and didn't have a big stroke. They couldn't hack it. I mean, that ain't going to work at Farley. I mean, we all That's know right. that. Come on, Chase. That was funny. You can at least smile for fuck's sake. <laughs> he doesn't want to interrupt. I, I, I don't disagree with it. But, but, RJ, wouldn't you like to say <laughs> I don't disagree with anything you said. Okay. Decent time at 8 or 9 o'clock. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the people no, absolutely. People that want to stay late, hey, I'm going to provide you entertainment here in, in the yeah. Milestone Center with the band. And drinks and whatnot, but let's get the kids. Yeah. Let's get the show over with early so the kids can get home. They get to see the full show. They're not waiting all night to to watch their class, and it's too late. They gotta go home. And the only reason I say that is like when I say about the pit passes. And yeah, I agree with you, Adam, about getting home. But my thing is, is that pulling 
I'd love to see it gain more. I'd like I'd like to see the purse get raised up. But me as a promoter, like it's not there. I don't have it. Like it's not yeah. like I it's not like I put on a poll and like you put a bunch of money in your pocket and it's some great thing. I mean it's a it's a wash when it comes to the end of it. Like you're actually sitting there on pins and needles as a promoter wondering how much am I gonna lose? Like yeah. honestly, like that's what it boils down to. And you're putting on a grand national show with six classes or better, like it's it's scary, you know, for us. And the biggest thing is just I just wish that and the only way I see that we as pullers could ever it's either gonna be that, either the pullers pay something or we find some great corporate sponsors. But then again, I see the other side of it too. I had a great guy stop today and I think he was right with uh, Steve Yeggy, he just stopped in today and said hi to us. I think uh, it was cool to hear him say, um, you know, like dirt track racing, like late models, big money wrecked it too. So I don't know. There, there's two sides to every every bit too. I don't know if we ended up no, getting there's away. three. There's three sides. There's three sides. Three sides. <laughs> I yeah. knew it was coming. Yeah, there's three sides to every story <laughs> for Chase. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know if it'd be good if we were all pulling for 50000 every night, if it'd be a good thing either, you know? But it sure be cool. It's really I mean, how do you feel about it, Chase? Do you feel about that? No, you're right. I'm used to you interrupting. I've been watching your podcast since you started. I mean, you're just, I mean, if I had if I had one person text me, I had 15. Don't let Chase interrupt you. Tell him to scoff. I was like, oh, Jesus. That's where that's where the tally right there, Charlie. That's where the tally. Just that shout out right there. Can we add one to the to the board? I can't sacrifice. I mean, how do you feel, RJ? That's why. you no, no. Honestly, go ahead. I've never even thought about this, like you said, and I've been sitting here thinking about it the whole time. Obviously, my I didn't interrupt because my my brain was was turning, which is not hard to turn. There's not much there to turn. But you know, I coached college basketball for ten years and was lucky enough to coach in the NCAA tournament a number of times and with like big crowds. But what's interesting about that, and, I, and this is what brings me back to what your point is, when you get the NCAA tournament to one of those games. The crowd is as big at one of those games as it is at a big tractor pull. Like, yep. like it's hard to get a ticket into. And as a coach, when you're coaching a team, you'd think, you know, if Tyler and Adam and, and, and Adam's sister and brother-in-law came to these events with me at, when we played in an NCAA tournament, the biggest, <laughs> clearly the biggest moneymaker in sports uh, outside of the Super Bowl, you can't get anybody tickets. Like, you can't. No. And, it's Louisville. And, and I mean, it's – No, well, it, 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 it's it, – I mean the point. It's not. It's not, star, it's not rocket. It's not rocket your, science. You can't get your star player family tickets. I'm sure you can't. You know, it's they have to. They're, that they're allowed four. Every, everyone's allowed four tickets, and there's oh. 15 players, four tickets, and then there's six they coaches, four tickets. Now, so, they, they had to pay for them, though, right? Yep. No, you get four comp. You got four comp. Oh. But think about the like. So you get 18,000 people in there with. Call it twenty-five people giving them four tickets each. That's not that many people, right? So, in, in the grand scheme of things, a tractor pull, like, yeah, I mean, it's a hell of a point because, like Adam just said, the farm show, the farm show, and and I think one of these future podcasts will will talk about how the farm show is just way smarter than everybody else in Poland. Like, they built a huge event, but like, they also have a, a, a we do show our way policy, which. We ain't giving you tickets. You buy your tickets type deal, which is what your goes back to what you said, RJ. Like, I think you were onto something there with that. And 
You know, if you, I, want, I to, you want to be the highest level, the highest level pool, and it should not be easy to get in that place. And, and you're exactly right. I'm just saying, like some events, like you know, I, I mean, I've even been, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to say I haven't taken advantage of it. You know, they say you're only supposed to get four per vehicle. Well, look at me. You know, we roll into Bowling Green with ten vehicles last year. Do you know the people knocking on our doors? Like we had friends, we didn't even know their names. They're like, "Hey, hey, you remember? Oh yeah, that was you, you fucker." Think, yeah, you know, I <laughs> that mean, was, that no was offense, me. <laughs> no offense, but it's just like you know. And the other side of it, it's like, you know what? Like I would rather see us all had to pay for them, including myself, and then said, "Hey, instead of us pulling for for twelve hundred dollars, just say." I mean, all of a sudden they hand us a check for twelve thousand. That'd be a lot cooler. Which you mini rod, Fox got to pull for ten grand. Which I hope you guys all choke on it. But two whatever. years in a row, baby. Two years in a three, row. Three, three, dude. Three. Three. Yeah. Bobcat won it twice, and now Brian Brian won it once. It wasn't so, really three. I'm pretty sure. Wow. It was three in a row. Yeah. That just yeah. goes to show why the mini rod class is the best class in pulling. It's the lightest yeah. weight. That's why the take the the. Fucking wheel always goes to that. Yeah, that wheel was that wheel was rigged, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they they said that. So I think Adam was bold Adam allegation built that wheel. Adam built that wheel on his on his wood mill. He's got a wood mill at the shop there. Speaking of this, now I think we've all talked about this a little bit, just because we're generous people, anyways. But who would think that if you do win it, maybe your class is removed for the next time? I'd be down for that. Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do. But I mean, or just or or or, or just make it where every class is for ten thousand all the time. That's or that's honestly, at some point, not not to be that, selfish. That's exactly what I'm just saying. That's, it's not all about money. Like if 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 you were pulling, if we were sitting here pulling, like oh, we're just doing it for the money. Like we'd all be lying. I mean, we're just. But it'd sure be nice to like leave the event and be like, well, at least we covered our fuel and our. And our, our methanol for the weekend, and maybe our help or something, you know, versus leaving and being like, man, that just cost me twenty thousand. Right. Well, okay. Speaking of yeah, that, RJ, sure. I mean, I think we've talked about this a little bit over over the uh, the phone a little bit, but you've made some pretty good points saying a little like, bit. Come on, Adam. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> you look at it from a standpoint of let's say there's a, a one day hook somewhere in Ohio for you guys, and you can go there or you can go to a badger state show and make the exact same style of it oh brandon answer it but i think that i think that if on a grand national level it's complete bullshit that you should ever have to pull a one-day hook or or any kind of champions tour any kind of big time level if you got to drive all the, the highest way, level, the highest the highest level pulling the highest one level day pull. pulling, whatever yeah we're not i'm not trying to single nobody out because i love both sides but i'm just i'm just saying like one day hooks is miserable i mean if we're taking off and driving across the country i mean it's just i mean don't get me wrong if i had a one-day hook in farley iowa if i had a saturday night only i will i would bet you a large sum of money that i would make we or we would make more money on that one night than we would have in two nights count me in i'll be there yeah you gotta get a chassis that works. Yeah, your chassis is fucking illegal. Get lost, dude. <laughs> no, well, not if you're going with PPL, dude. They're cool. No, I know. I I love PPL. I ain't got no problems, no beefs with them. Um, the only pull I miss is Evansville, so that's badass. Yeah, I love well, it. The, the good the good the good news is is that there was a time actually our last episode we were trying to get to 300 viewers, and we said we we're going to end this show, which 
under two hours. We're over two hours, and we're plus 300 viewers still. So Longest I podcast we, in the history of the podcast. I mean, my, my thing is, though, my thing is. All though, good things like, coming to an end. Yeah. Do you really think, though, Chase, though, I mean, I want your opinion because you're always, like, so politically correct, like you're going to go run for president. I want to <laughs> yes, know. I'd you. like to know your honest opinion. Do you think there should be, on the highest level of polling, I won't use no names, do you think there should be one-day hooks? Absolutely not. No, that's that's the – no, there's a place for one-day hooks, but it's not the highest level of pulling. There's, Thank there's you. a separation. Can, how about you, Tyler? I know Adam's feeling because we talk about it all the time. Tyler, what's your feeling on it? Honestly, on the highest level of pulling, we're not using no names. Do you think there should be one-day hooks for us? Two-day hooks would be preferred, but I'm not willing to give up one-day hooks to have only two-day hooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, uh, Tyler for president. Yeah, <laughs> that is why your chassis is in the rule book. That is exactly why. <laughs> Wait, what does oh, that oh mean? God. What? <laughs> Just fucking with Look, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not here to beat. We're not here to pit anyone against each other. We're here to no, grow the sport, and everyone, everyone, everyone agrees. I agree. Well, we need multi-day hooks, but we also need promoters to do them. Yeah, so that's my genuine response, though. Like, oh. I I want nothing but two-day hooks. At the highest level, ideally, you'd have nothing but two-day hooks. That being said, if I had to choose between all one-day hooks disappearing and that's the only oh. option, I would keep them. No, that's that's not what I mean. I mean I'm just saying, like, so, for instance, say, say Minis next year on the um, – the, you know, the Ohio side of the fence is going to be, I don't know, is going to be 18 hooks. Would you rather them all be, would you rather them all be two days or one day? Where my deal is, it's just, oh, you want them all no to be better. two days because yeah. driving all the way to Ohio for one hook, I don't care. I mean, yeah, I get it. You live in Ohio, but then in that no, aspect, I, I feel, I feel like on my side, it's like, why am I, why am I as a promoter putting on a two day hook when yeah. I know I can make, more money putting on a Saturday night, just one Saturday night show. The only reason I put on a two-day event is for you pullers. And and we respect that, you know, like to say like two-day hooks are clearly than one, clearly better than one-day hooks. Like that's almost as silly as asking, would you rather pull to win ten grand or a thousand dollars? Like nobody out there is promoting one-day hooks. You know what I mean? Like that's not even a. It's like asking, would you do? Do you want one beer or ten? Which one do you yeah, want? Of course, <laughs> ten. Give me ten <laughs> beers. But like you, you get what I'm saying. Like that's there for a reason. It's supposed to be a, a builder for an entry level event to blossom into something more. And we've all seen these people that try to start out at a two day hook and it's it's really hard to get started at a two-day hook i mean you guys are doing it a great is. job with it but we've seen many entry-level events start out go balls to the wall full day or full schedule two-day event and it's hard to justify that where if you start out with right. a one-day event soft entry maybe you build a little buzz well, I, around it and then it i turns think they in. didn't have the fireworks they would have survived you think so? <laughs> well, the, my, the good news, the, the good, the good news is Tyler, you get to come to Farley next year and drive a two-wheel drive on a multi-day hook. We have a lot of questions for fans that want to that for, right, here for let's Brandon hear and RJ. Let's, we're, let's hit them up. We were going to do we we were going to do this thirty-five like fifty minutes ago, but we got talking about shitters and people shit in front of Adams camp. Yeah, and, OJ, and OJ's bad about so, that. He never brings them up on Jesus. the screen to show us. 
God dang it, OJ. Hey, the first question, the the first question that comes to mind, Brandon RJ. There you go. Brandon and RJ, how do you guys keep things straight when you have multiple classes of vehicles at one pole? Well, we just we kind of team up, good team, Jordan, Brad, Jerry, Norm, my Uncle Marty, uh, Cousin Ethan. We got our wives and kids that all kind of chip in and make it all happen. But when it comes down to a session where two different classes are running, we kind of split up. You go do your one thing and we'll do ours and uh, we'll come back at the end and compare notes on who did better, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all trying to do good. I mean, uh, you know, you got Brad, Brad's great with the pro stocks and stuff like that. He helps with that. Jordan's good with me. Um, but then he can, they can both jump over and help either way. Um, we're just, we have a lot of fun with it, but yeah, that's the biggest thing. Just, Good team. I mean, if we didn't have the team we have, we would never be able to do it. If we didn't have everybody, it takes takes an army to get it done. I mean, I mean, we well can't said, give enough, uh, we can't give enough thanks yeah. to what our dad did and how he taught us about Poland. And then Steve Olson. I mean, if you don't know Steve Olson, you've never been around Poland back in its prime. I mean, between him and Dad teaching us, and I mean, we had a lot of good mentors in our life, and that's what made us successful to become what we are today and with when me and rj team up together is usually a pretty deadly task force a force to be reckoned with no doubt one, one thing one thing we're kind of the known most for competitive guys at poland one thing yeah, we're kind of known for is you always see you guys each other at the starting line if one guy's running the other class you're always jumping over trying to help and I mean, you're you're watching everything, keeping an eye on everything. I mean, that's what it takes you guys. Not you, Archie. I know you're not afraid to go over there and grab the mag and change it and make drastic changes. Because I think when you show up clearly, you're like everybody. Yeah, you may have three, four vehicles, and you want all of them as a unit to do good. But you're always looking for the win with every one of them, and we'll be willing. They're like they're like everybody. They're like everybody except you, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's the truth. I'm not afraid to lay it all out there. I mean. I'll be honest with you, I walked up to Adam this year at Toma. I told him, turn that fucking mag. And he goes to me, well, I already got it tuned up. I said, all right, I'm going to get my timing light. Riley Smith can attest to this. If Adam's not going to tell the truth, I went and got my timing light. Adam changed his timing, timed it, and got it all set. And then he got back to his trailer later that next day. And was like, your goddamn timing light's two degrees more than mine, you asshole. Like, that fucker was way hotter than I've ever ran it. Like, Love like, it. it was up <laughs> but at the end of the day, full transfer. Hang on, hang on. I'm gonna interrupt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt again. Oh yeah, you fucker always interrupt. Put a fucking tally there. No, I, I like to give Adam a hard. I like give Adam a hard time. there's two. I like to give Adam a hard time. I like to give Adam a hard time. Tyler and I and everyone in the class runs our shit way harder than Adam runs it. So anytime someone says Adam needs to run his shit harder. I'm going to chime in on it. So, because Adam is a badass driver, he's a good puller, but he does not like to run his shit hard. Ad, Adam's a very good puller. He's very smart. But yeah, he's conservative. But on the other side of it is, he, you know, he feels like he's broke all the time. But God damn it. I mean, fucking mom will write a check. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, oh, like, yeah. I know. <laughs> but I will say yeah, one nobody's thing. safe. Yeah, if the money was available as you guys speak of, which I'm. <laughs> questioning all this if the money was available oh. who the fuck has to work on the shit right here toby that fucking toby 
Fuck, dude, we're very low key operation here. Very low Riley's key. Riley's on the payroll. Riley wrench is on it. Fuck, Riley wrenches on nothing but his ass in our couch. No, we, you know what? Riley's a great help. He actually showed up to a lot of pulls this year. I love the boy, really do. Uh, want to kill him at times, but I mean, well, I'm about, I'm about ready to get him away from you, goddammit. If I would have kept, yeah. if I would have kept that mini rod line, you know, longer, I would have had it. Yeah, I know it. Riley's a good shit. We got this under two and a half hours. Next, next, next question. Next question. Of all classes you have run, which vehicle is the hardest to drive and hook? RJ and Brandon, both of you answer that. The hardest vehicle to drive and hook. God, that's hard. I don't know. And you can't say me, Rockets. Neither one of you ever drove one. The hardest one to Riley. hook and the hardest one to hook and win is a damn turban. A damn turban. Man, that sucker was damn, That's turban. a good answer. Good answer. <laughs> why, why is that? Why is that, Brandon? I don't know. You rev it up to 15,000 and all of a sudden you hit the line lock and it's like, I don't know. It's like a, it was like a mini ride on steroids when you hit that line lock on the throttle and that sucker <laughs> spun the tires at 15,000 RPMs and the way we went and parts were flying at Tomlin and shit. It was, it was wild. You Maybe we it? should have a separate podcast about turbine pulling. <laughs> Do you miss the turbine, Brad? He misses it. I, yeah, I kind of miss that sucker. He does. He does. The, fire, the fire was cool. Fire was cool. cool. <laughs> it was a crowd pleasing some bitch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 That was the reason they took them flags down across, going across the track. I mean, that thing would destroy them. RJ, what's your your answer to your question? The hardest vehicle to drive. The hardest vehicle to drive, as I thought, was the four-wheel drive at Rockwell because it was just – it was terrible. But, see, nobody – you know, like, I mean, DJ's great friends with me. He's been helping me with the four-wheel drive. You know, Larry Peterson's been longtime friends with me. But that jackass and DJ, none of them would explain to me, like, <laughs> like, hey, guess what? This ain't a pro stock. You don't have to keep the turbo spooled up. So you don't – once you get it up to RPM, just slip the clutch and leave the throttle alone. So I'm trying to slip my – get my keep my throttle going like I do with a pro stock, like I drove about four times. That didn't work. So – but after I ran – after I got it launched out of the hole, Travis Slawball looked over at Larry. He'll tell you this and said – See, Larry, I told you you could fucking slap it and bend it over wide open. It'd work on a four-wheel drive. And then I kicked the drive shaft out about 100 feet. But it wasn't it wasn't ProFab parts. It was some junkyard shit we had. But now we got ProFab shit in there. He promised me that it'll never break again. So oh, you're ready to slap this, it and bend it over. Oh, I'm going to – this year when I got that new ProFab engine, I'm telling you, I'm really excited about them sponsoring me and giving me that engine for free. That was awesome that Larry and Lisa did that. Was cool about them to just, <laughs> just give me that, give me all the driveline parts. So they're texting me in the background, just so you guys know. So they're probably like, "You little fucker." So, <laughs> all right, boys. Well, we're almost at two and a half hours. Do we got to wrap this thing or what? That's up to you guys. Well, we've had, uh, we've I got, got, got plenty of beer. I'm not out of beer yet. Are you guys out of beer? Somebody I'll wants to know. Okay, this is a good. This is a good. Uh, BG campground party advocate. What is your best Bowling Green campground story that you can remember? Oh, Brandon, you go first. Oh, I don't know. I guess pretty rowdy back there. 
Oh, you know, just tell us a story. Are the kids sleeping? <laughs> Any story. <laughs> well, let's not get greedy, guys. We're at 300 plus viewers and we're at two and a half hours and we were uh, begging for oh, 300 viewers weeks ago. So maybe we should. Oh, there's a story. You that one? The dentures. Oh, okay. Well, oh, so <laughs> all good. All good stories start with dentures. Absolutely. So it was probably uh, three years ago or so. Two years. I don't remember now. But oh, yeah. dad was still around. Yeah, it was. So it was probably four or five years ago. It was before 2020. So year before 2020, we were out there. We just won the. We just won the afternoon session with a two wheel drive and the light. Unlimited. Brandon won light unlimited. I won the two wheel drive on the other side. So it was Woo. pretty cool. Like we were both on cloud nine. Well, then the evening session had rained out and it was just a, a swamp out there. I mean, it was foot deep water. Mm. It poured. And we went out there and, and uh, the 84 Pennsylvania team, they're like, hey, I got this big black uh, oh. dildo, kind of oh. pretty similar to what Adam Kessler carries around. And, uh, and uh, or, or I guess it's Rodney. But so we ended up taking that out on the gator to the campground, stuck it on the hood, and we had some beads around it. And we were told any woman that, hey, if you can take this, we'll give you a set of beads. So this one gal, she comes, well, there's multiple, but the one, she decides she's going to wrap her mouth right around it. We're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Come to find out, she had some false teeth, and they fell out on the hood. So, so uh, we didn't get a video of that, but uh, Norm's got a few other videos. If you ever around Norm, you know you want to see some footage of uh, of of fun times in the campground. He always he's our videographer, and uh, but uh, but yeah. So so needless to say, she lost her teeth on the hood of the gator in the campground, and. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was, it was very. Do you still, do you, do you still have the dentures there at the shop, in the, well, no, like on we, the wall? We def, we gave them back to her, but you know we didn't, we didn't keep the dentures for shit's sake. Like, I see, later, I see all the championship on, trophies and signs in the in the shop. I didn't know if she had her own wall in the corner. With no, the later on she was spotted with. Part, she was spotted later on with uh, one of the members of the UD crew at the time. We don't know their name. Oh. But, uh, oh. She was that that gal was spotted later on, I guess, but so <laughs> and on that we'll end uh, on a high note. What else we got? We got any more questions for uh Chase here? What do we got for Chase? <laughs> I mean we're at two hours and twenty nine uh, minutes and forty seconds. I mean I got yeah. all night. I took the whole I took tomorrow off just so I could have a good night for you. Well, we're not gonna kick you the off. We've got our after hours program to look forward to. Oh, the after hours the funniest part about the, the, funniest, the eighteen year the, older. The funniest part about this podcast is that when we started planning it, uh, Adam and Tyler were like dead on. Like, we got to keep it under 50 minutes, under 45 to 50 minutes. And look at us. We're almost two hours over right now. Did not. Wait, under 50 minutes. I'm like, okay, Adam, good luck. Adam probably got to get home. The fucker's got to help out with his little guy and fucking Jamie's birthday this week. He should be helping her. God dang it. Four, forty-five to fifty minutes. Four, forty-five to fifty minutes. Nobody will tune in after that. But no, real talk. It's been awesome. My phone's blown up. Our our messages are blown up. This is the best podcast we've had. Not no knock on our other guests, but we were, were strategically waiting to bring you two on because you guys are badasses and you run MBRs. And uh, <laughs> and really you appreciate wanna, you. You guys, you guys understand how badass the engines are. I mean, I mean, he's no, pretty. Yeah. Humble, but- 
he's pretty humble, but really he makes a pretty good engine for, for his, I mean, I mean, his hillbilly as he is, you know, you, you ever been to like down there by his area? I mean, fuck, there's Amish everywhere. I mean, there's just a bunch of redneck fuckers everywhere. I mean, just at, you had to meet some of his <laughs> friends like Rodney and Tyler. They're fucking, they're hillbillies as you'll ever meet. A real testament. Uh, yeah. Well, where's Ricky at when you need him? Hey, I do. Brandon you know, RJ. What I will t- I will tell the story because I do use it as leverage when somebody calls me and they ask me, you know, hey, what? Uh, yeah, ripped the trunk off a of Grand Am one night. Ripped the whole fucking trunk lid off a Grand Am. I said, guys, do you think Simons could have eleven fucking pulling vehicles if they had to work on my shit all the time? I don't think so. They could wrench on the diesel shit maybe here or there. They don't work on the other stuff. They have a lot of vehicles. They don't work on them much. That's all I need to tell them right there. Hey, if you bring them fucking mini rods up to Farley, Iowa, you just do the tires. I'll make sure them fuckers win, but you better be ready to wrench on them every weekend. You better yeah, put your beer down. <laughs> just gonna go, them fuckers, we're going to be hanging some shit no. out of the head right at the end of the run. We'll be here to look like, yeah. I doubt it. All right, you boys. All right. Fans, fans, thank you all. We love you. Yeah. Best show ever, RJ Brandon. You guys made the show happen. Don't forget to vote on who you want the next guest to be on our Facebook post. RJ Brandon, as a final sign-off, we, we're doing a campaign. You vote for the next guest. Fuck you, Chase. Uh, I, I know. Uh, unlimited puller. Who, who are you picking, RJ? Unlimited puller. Unlimited puller. I'm probably going to go with uh, Adam Bauer. He's already been on. He don't count. Brandon, oh, who you got? Fuck. Well, you didn't fucking tell me that. God damn it. How am I supposed uh, to know? RJ, we mentioned Brandon, you pick. Brandon, you pick, and then we'll go back to RJ. One unlimited poor minus out of Bauer. Who you voting for? Billy Beers. Mm. Billy Beers? Yeah, he's another minor Very customer. Good. I'm figuring you're probably sticking with that realm. Yeah. Adam said nothing but <laughs> I like it. I, I, I would probably pick uh... – <laughs> I better not say it. Ah, <laughs> shit. Ah. Say Chuck it, Nap. We need some more aisles on here. Yeah, Chuck Nap. Yeah, there you go. That's Chuck good. Nap. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, so the votes are in for Chuck Nap and Billy Bears. But fans, vote on it. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your people. This is going awesome. We love it. We're here to grow the sport pulling. RJ Brandon, we always do a sign off with a cheers. Well, we're we only going said, 45 minutes over schedule. I would have probably picked what Uncle Dave, but he's probably working Chase, so that way Chase can fuck off like this. <laughs> yeah, Chase, make sure you, you tell our, our, our fans to uh, subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, whatever streaming platform you want to. Come visit us at our uh, our store and get some T-shirts and stuff. We're starting to sell some of those. Um, answer our poll question with um, – what what uh, unlimited puller we need to answer the poll question? Uh, anybody you want, we'll try to get a hold of those people, see if we can get them on here. I mean, guys, it's been great. You guys are awesome to talk to. It was just a great show, I do believe, and uh, I just want to say thank you. Yeah, I just All like right. to yeah, thank let's do everybody. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> yeah, what? great picture there. there. What the hell is that? I can't see. Sign us off, That's a wrap. Bye bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the No Practice Podcast. Have a good one. Bye. Stay tuned for the next episode where we guarantee there still won't be any practice. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.